Hey everybody, it's been 394 days since the start of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. According to the European Union Justice Commissioner, 65,000 suspected war crimes have been reported since Russia uh, launched its invasion. Uh, today we'll be getting an update from Anastasia, who is living in Kharkiv, which was recently made a lot safer thanks to the Ukrainian forces, of which she is a big part in helping. Let's do this. Anastasia is an honored member of Deep Drinks. This is the third time that she has made an appearance, which is more than anyone else. For those who don't know anything about Anna, uh, she is a Ukrainian citizen volunteering full-time in the wake of the 2022 Russian invasion. She's been politically active since the maiden uprising of 2013, when she quit studying to join the revolution. She has been documenting the war along with volunteering every day since it started. You've seen her interviewed by Destiny, Vosh, not so erudite, as well as friends of the show, an Oscar informant, Michael Granado, and Michael Granado. She has been interviewed by mainstream media as well, such as CNN, um, always advocating on behalf of the people of Ukraine. Anna, along with the rest of Ukrainian people, will not stop fighting back against the genocidal actions of the Russian government, and neither will day drinks. I welcome Anastasia Paraskevova, my good friend. How you doing? Hello. <laughs> yeah, I, it was. It I don't, was, don't you dare! Don't good. you dare! Don't you dare tell me that my <laughs> I pronounced your name wrong because I am trying. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Better than most, you know. And also, uh, you did a good job with the name. That's good enough for me. A surname is a pretty fucked up surname, I must say. So I'm not, do not expect people to say it correctly. <laughs> that would be yeah. too much to ask. <laughs> Yeah. Hey guys, long time no see. I guess it's been a while. I, get, and, and I got newcomer and stuff since last time I've been here. Yeah, yeah there's there's a lot so. more. We have a lot more people who um have joined the community um since yeah. uh, that's since cool. you've been on last, which has been really cool. Uh and also like congrats. Yeah, <laughs> yay, thank you. <laughs> um so yeah, it's been going really well. But um and you know, this the, it's funny, last night I was um I was kind of thinking like we have become well. I feel like you're you're not just a friend. Like I, I really care about you. Like I, I thank um, you. I think about you randomly sometimes. And I'm like, how? I hope she's going well. And you know, like <laughs> I, you know, I think it's just because of the conversations, the kind of conversations we have had. For me, it's definitely um, accelerated our, our our friendship. But the thing is, I don't actually know much about you outside of like the war. So I'm hoping that today. We can touch on the wall, get an update and everything, but then we can just like chat about like you, like like who is Anna? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Well, life is a little bit like defined by war for sure. So it makes sense that this is something you would, you know, talk about. Um, and uh, yeah, so I think one of all the interviews and like conversations and things like that, ours was one of the most like friendly, I guess. <laughs> and I do like consider us obviously like online friends would mm. glad would be glad to meet you sometime for sure. <laughs> yeah. Also, you were like <laughs> awesome. one of the first people I talked with apart from 
Dylan and Destiny. So yeah, so I do like yeah. really cherish that first talk uh, we had in yeah. Kiev. And uh, since then, I guess, yeah, you had like quite a bit of change yourself. You have a baby. Yeah, that's a change. Yes. Little, <laughs> yeah, little, um, little Atlas. Yeah, his his little his amazing. Such a cute little, name little, um... too. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, we we uh. We were we were we were debate. We had like a weird name and a normal name for both genders because we didn't know what like all what oh, sexes. Um, and we chose the weird name, so we, I'm stoked we did. Obviously, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah. You went oh, yeah. For, the, for the weird one. What's a pretty Maybe cool name? name. Oh, I as a Greek appreciate it. So yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, pretty cool name. Uh, yeah. Well, I do yeah. actually, um, talking about your first time you came on, I always show this clip. Let me just share it. Um, it's, it's actually Siren so... one. Yeah, yeah, but it's... Um... Ah, yeah, that one, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, wait, let's let's first talk about what we're drinking. So what are we drinking? Yep. We're drinking peach wine. At least yeah. I do. I don't know. Yeah, you too, yeah? Oh, good. I got one with a chicken on there, but it's it doesn't have the bunny. Like it's yours, chicken. Yours <laughs> It's uh, uh, yeah, but, mine is but cute, yeah, yeah, but it's uh, it's not very peachy to be honest. Um, yeah, mine is pretty peachy, it's like peachy, yeah. peachy, yeah. Mm. It's also like the glass is like as huge as my head, basically. So, <laughs> that's, should that's be good, the way. <laughs> should be good, yeah. So, when you came on, um, I remember you know, we we had this sirens oh, go ago. off, they uh, in the middle of um, like at the interview, right? Oh, so Chad, you like yeah. get up. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, oh yeah, you get up and you're like, oh my gosh, the... and you're running for the kind of the hallway corridor, yeah, corridor, yeah, yeah. corridor, yeah. So, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is this is heck getting heck. away. Sorry, but the part that I kind of don't overemphasize enough is look at this. So and yeah, yeah. Uh, that's okay. so. What was I saying? Oh yeah, so they killed a bunch of people. So there, you just like you go from like running, like you're like, oh, I better run for my life, um, and then you like sit down, and you're like, anyway. So what we and like and yeah. you just like and just I just can't, I've, I haven't been able to get over that that that, you know, you. You're... I'm sorry, it's just I just said that it may seem kind of like strange to you, but when you live in like uh, conditions but... when sirens are blasting, like five six times per day you just cannot be bothered at this point so yeah. going to the corridor is like the best you can do for sure in my case but uh, sometimes i even i'm i'm being bad and i don't even go to the corridor anymore so i just you know don't give a fuck <laughs> which is yeah. not good you should should go and uh, yeah but sometimes it's just it's just so fucking annoying especially when there's like no explosions and you're just thinking like a line in your bed and it's very late in the night and i have pretty severe insomnia uh on a good day so without the war and the sirens so yeah so i just laying there like oh do i want to get up no i really don't want to just blast me right here just i, I just don't care at this point mm. so yeah so sometimes it's 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 uh, it's a it's a bad thing to do for sure you should definitely try and go uh, hide if you can but sometimes mm. it's just especially when it's so much in Kharkiv because it's a city very close to the front line and we are getting like missile strikes from Belgorod uh, which is a Russian city quite often and uh, it's just like all day every day the sirens you just cannot be bothered if something explodes then I go because after that there will be like two three more explosions usually so if yes mm. if, if I I just a couple of days ago, I was like chilling with my with my uh, headphones, and I was cooking, and I was listening to Gorillas there, 
<laughs> and I was like jamming to the song, you know. I really love gorillas, and I used to listen to them a lot. And I'm just jamming and stuff like that. And then I hear the vibration. So I don't hear the sound because the headphones and music blocks it. But I hear like this brrr, like vibration in the kitchen, basically. So the dishes, the furniture just does this, oh, you know? God. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God, I just removed the headphones. Uh, my sister yells, something exploded in a much ruder way. But, you know, she she says <laughs> that. And, and she's like, and I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, and I go to the core. So it's very like... Um, Benile. I don't know, like how else to describe it. It's very like, and I was like, damn, those fucking Ruski. They interrupted my cooking and my gorilla jamming. You know, oh, so how annoying. And it's kind of like that at this point. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I, I had to like turn off the stove and stop like the cooking in the middle in the process, which is like atrocious, and I really don't appreciate <laughs> it, that. Oh, that's that's I the worst. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, probably the worst would be actually getting hit by the um, artillery. Yeah, but, that, that'd be but, the worst for sure. <laughs> but the, yeah, uh... <laughs> cook, stop your cooking being interrupted is like second worst, I think, after being yeah. uh, blasted by a missile. Yeah, <laughs> I, I so, remember I, I had a friend who worked in um, who was in the army and he was in uh, Afghanistan, I think. And the first day they were on this, like, they were on this hill and they were like, they had all their, um, their armored cars around them, kind of protecting them. And the first day it was like, they're all in like gear and like, they're all like, they're getting shot at every like five hours and they're just shooting back and then the people run away and then they, cut, you know, and then after two weeks, they're all in just like singlets, thongs, um, sh you know, shorts. Um, they'll be lying down on their swags. They're, yeah, playing, yeah. Car they're playing cards and one of the windows goes, Pew! Like blow, blows out from above them on one of the window, um, on one of the um, vehicles, and they go, "Oh, they're getting closer," and they just keep like you, you become very, very desensitized to uh, the idea it's, of losing your life. It's a very natural thing, I think, because living in a constant like terror is not possible. You would just lose your marbles, you know. <laughs> so you just adopt mm -hmm. and you just start to basically, like your brain starts to not care, which is. I guess kind of weird for people who don't live like in a war zone, but um, for us, it's, I think the brain is doing its job, you know? <laughs> it tries mm. to make your life, I guess, bearable. So if it was like freaking out every time, you would be like, you know, it, it's not a way to live. You cannot live like that. So you become like yeah. pretty disincentivized, I say. Although sometimes there are like situations that people just lose their shit like randomly because they're living like on the edge i guess you could say Re recently i had this situation not with me but with my uh, volunteer buddy whose name is fike he's a uh, azerbaijani ukrainian and he has a little daughter and uh she was pretty cool this entire time she has not left kharkiv with her mom and she was very chill i guess you could say despite the explosions that were way worse than they are now but recently, like a couple weeks ago, we had a very strong attack on Kharkiv. It was 13 explosions in the city. 13 in like in a row, just boom, 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 like that. Whoa. So it was a pretty scary. And uh, I guess like the child, she's like freaked out, I guess, too much, which is um, maybe her like nervous system just gave out or something. I'm not sure because she was pretty chill with it before. And she was just, she just was like holding to the, to the bed and she was screaming and yelling like, we're going to die. We're going to die. She's four, by the way. So oh yeah, God. so she was just screaming nonstop. We're going to die. We're going to die. We're going to get killed. And 
like Camila, the, his wife, she's very like she freaked out basically after that. She said like I need to go with a with a kid somewhere, maybe like to where there are no sirens, no explosions, because like at least for a couple of weeks just to because she was like screaming just nonstop that they're going. She there she thinks they're going to die, and yeah, it's not something you want your four four year old to you know <laughs> to say or to scream. So yeah, so sometimes people do like you know I guess. A breakdown of sorts you would call it but uh, yeah. but overall yeah overall i was uh when 13 explosions were like going off it was uh as much as it was in summer or in uh in spring into in 2022 so my mom also was kind of you know she was not screaming but she was like sitting like that you know because she was just remembering i guess the explosion and everything and uh yeah so sometimes so it does like Take it yeah, all, I guess you could say. Yeah. Well, yeah, hundred percent. And I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm kind of, I, I won't say impressed because it's not like it's a. It, it is amazing that you haven't been that you're that you're that you're so strong and fighting fighting through all of this and stuff because, like, and, and your mother, like, I mean, so for those who don't know, because we've got such a large audience, I don't like to bring this up because it's obviously. Pretty traumatic, but your your father was killed um, by a Russian mm. uh, missile while standing on the balcony Julia, yeah. of, of his mm. Kharkiv home. Like, uh, and your your mother was inside, and he was just going outside to see what was going on, and then he was essentially blown up, right? And yeah, exactly. Like yeah. horrible, right? Like I, I, it's tr it's it's traumatizing to be so close to someone, you know, having your own parents um, go through that. So. You know, it, it's a kind of a testament to the, um, the the the. It's kind of a testament to the human, like species that, you, you know, you are so, I guess, calm and collected through it. At least in the outward shell, and your and your mother as well. Like you seem, you guys seem to be doing, like, yeah, I don't write. Like yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know how. I, I'm just. Yeah, it's it's quite sad. <laughs> it's very sad. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah um, it is for sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I think people are like, I guess cockroaches. <laughs> They're very resilient and very adaptable. So at least Ukrainians are cockroaches. I don't want to like offend anyone, <laughs> but you know we're definitely cockroaches, and I'm proud proud of that too. So yeah, so you know it's very hard to kill a cockroach because it's like you know. <laughs> It's 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 nimbly, it's sturdy, it's very hard, and it also adapts to like quite a lot of shit, even radiation apparently. So I, yeah, so I like this that. is Ukrainians, I guess. Yeah, proud call. It's like a, it's like the Slipknot song, "People Equal Shit." I sometimes I remember going through like hating my job for a while, and I listen to that every day on <laughs> on the way to work. But then it's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of different. I know this song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a good song. We do you do like um you, do, you have some great taste in music. I do want to quickly just mention too, so. Two things before we dive right into the depths of uh, the war and what's going on in your life. Uh, you people go follow uh, Anastasia on uh, Twitter um, and you can PayPal her um, at this email address and it'll go directly to supporting um, her volunteering efforts, which are like getting more body bags, uh, not body bags, sorry, body armor, um, getting more. <laughs> So this I didn't get <laughs> no, so far. No body yeah, bags so yeah, far. Yeah. No. Um, getting like body armor. Um, you're trying to save up. You should soon be saving up for another um, another uh, quad bike, which we'll Dewa, talk about yeah. in a second. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, but 
and so if you want to help um, support Anastasia, go follow her on Twitter and you can um, PayPal her some um, donations if you feel like it. But something I did Thank want you. to quick, quickly mention is everyone's been on to me about um, the charity stream. So when we got to a thousand subscribers, I was going to run a charity stream and raise money. Well, we're going to be doing that. And the you guessed it, one of the people who we're going to be raising money for um, is Anna. I'm still talking about getting some other people, but we will be running a charity stream over the um, long Easter weekend. It'll be a charity stream that goes for six hours and 80.83, so 410 minutes in total. So one minute for every day that the war has been going on or the invasion has been going on. So it'll be a stream. We're going to be doing a lot of fun stuff. I'm going to be bringing every guest that's been on Deep Drinks is welcome to come on. And we're going to be, um, Anna's going to be coming on, of course. And um, yeah, we'll be raising money for Anna Party as time. well as some other um, uh, people that I'm still talking to at the moment. So yeah, make sure you subscribe to this channel if you want to join that. That'll be really good. Um, Super appreciated, by the way. Thank you, guys, <laughs> well, thank, and David, obviously. But he's my body, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. So, thanks yeah, a lot. Yeah, what were saying? Yeah. If you want to support like my regular volunteer stuff, you can do as David said, like with PayPal. I do quite a bit, and I post quite a lot of it on Twitter, which is pretty much my only platform at this point. <laughs> but um, yeah, we we raise quite a bunch of for a lot of stuff for like buying uh, equipment, buying vests, buying scopes for snipers, buying vests, protective helmets, medical stuff like uh, hemostatic dressings to stop the bleeding, which is very important. That's something we do regularly. Yeah, and we actually do in fact need, David is showing it, so I'm going to say it, we need a quad bike. Again, unfortunately, we bought one quite a while ago, but we need one for uh, my one of my best volunteer friends. <laughs> Igor, he went recently to Bakhmut, which, if you guys don't know, is like the most hot spot, has been a hot spot for months in Ukraine. Very rough fighting there. Our forces are holding it, but with a great cost to their lives. So, so he went there. And uh, he didn't take me because he said, no, it's very dangerous. I'm like, take me. And he was like, no, it's very dangerous. I'm like, okay, okay. So he went by himself because it is literally front lines, not just near the front lines, but just the front lines. And he then met the battalion, the brigade, fourth brigade who works there now. And apparently what they really need is a quad bike to get to the parts that are completely ruined, like all rubble just from artillery fire, nothing left. And uh, they pick up injured soldiers and dead bodies in the night, or body parts. So that's their job, basically. They go there in the night, not to get blasted, and they pick up body parts or injured soldiers who were left there. And yeah, um, and yeah it's a gruesome job, and uh, but it needs to be done, because unlike Russians, we don't leave our own, you know? <laughs> so so they do it despite risking their lives and uh it's very hard to get there on the car because it's all like rubble and ruins and bumpy shit so quad bikes for that is very useful and i would like to try and get money uh to get it which is about six thousand yeah. dollars so yeah. pretty much quite a bit of a sum <laughs> let's say like that so i would appreciate obviously like any help but yeah 
uh, we will try to accomplish that as soon as possible because I do think people doing such a job do deserve any help. Oh, 100 percent. And um, and it's 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 been wild to see, um, you know, the volunteering efforts from the Ukrainian just ordinary Ukrainian people who have decided to, you know, um, help uh, bring bandages, um, get get things to protect um, and to to stop the pu- the pushing of the Russian forces into Ukraine. Um, mm. it, it's 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 yeah, it's very um, amazing. There's one one little um, not little, but there's one thing I wanted to quickly show, and it probably won't be quick, but let's just say it'll be <laughs> quick. Hang on, let me just bring it up. So um, this gives a good overview for the war, um, unless hopefully it's not like Russian propaganda, but <laughs> I, I checked it out last night. It doesn't look like it. So the war started in, uh, in uh, I won't say the war, the invasion started in the 24th of February. And you can see down here the invaded by Russia, which is all of Russia is invaded by Russia. <laughs> uh, and then you've got uh-huh. you know, light, light blue is reclaimed by Ukraine and then held by Russian prior to February 24. So as we move down through time, you can see the Russian forces kind of moving into like uh, Kharkiv and, and uh, taking parts of um, the country. You can see the blue areas, the Ukrainian forces are starting to push back uh, and they've done a, an amazing job by the way uh, and this is something i wanted to talk to you about is is like how are they we're now into just uh 2022 um and you can just see i'll just move move through this but you can see how uh ukraine is just pushing back yeah, and you see this huge jump there. yeah <laughs> this is, this is, is just <laughs> boom yeah. yeah look at that yeah boom liberated yeah quite great super liberated and you know, mm. um, they're going to um, keep doing, keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing until um, Russia has fucked all the way off, um, which is amazing, uh, including the Donbass region um, down the bottom here. Yeah. Um, or Donbass, yeah. Crimea so, as well. Um, yeah, Crimea, yeah. Um, so the, the question that I have is h- how? How has that happened? Like, Russia has is a huge military, right? Like, how, I mean, and their favorite, thing reasons, is to bomb, yeah. uh, their favorite thing is to, to bomb civilian buildings, but true, which isn't the best. That's I the guess, only thing they're good at. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're very great at it. Yeah. Give credit where credit is due. They're great at very killing great, civilians, yeah. great at war yeah, crimes, terrorizing. great at yeah, yeah, terrorizing. raping, killing children and women, unarmed yeah. people. Very great at that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Mass, mass uh, graves. They're good at good at digging mass graves, mass graves for civilians yeah yeah yeah, yeah definitely um so so but how but like in regards to like how are they this was supposed to be like a, from putin's perspective i'm sure he would have thought this was over in like a weekend it's been going on for over a year now um why do you think that is a bunch of reasons well most like um countries not just putin prog- prog- did a prognosis like pro- prognosed you know mm-hmm. that we will last like three days or maybe like five if we're lucky until they take kiev which you know have faith you all <laughs> but, <laughs> because we did not lose kiev at all and we you know did not lose in three days as you can all see and um most of it is uh i think Three, three like main points you could point out why is that which is 
one I'm as a Ukrainian uh, have an urge to highlight the first <laughs> is incredible resilient bravery and strength of Ukrainian people and the absolute like massive resistance massive enlistment of soul of people just regular people in the army on the day two day three after the invasion lines like kilometers of lines of people just enlisting insane amounts of volunteer work that supports soldiers in the best way possible the people are spending every dime they have to support our army uh despite not having that much so mm. to begin with so yeah so this is ov obviously our absolutely phenomenal men and women who fight for us and who protect us and defend us now as we speak so yes yeah, so this is the effort the will of the ukrainian people and uh, absolutely based uh, giga chat as people say online uh, <laughs> <laughs> soldiers yeah who are just absolutely amazing in every way uh so it's the one <laughs> and second <laughs> one is uh of course support of the west obviously quite a lot and uh, we got uh so much stuff we did not expect to be quite honest i was pretty pessimistic in like in march of 2022 because i thought it will be just like crimea it will be just like 2014 it will be just like donbass it was it will be just like it was in georgia before in moldova so russia will do its shit and nobody would do anything and continue buying that sweet sweet gas and just all they would do is a slap on the wrist for thousands dead mm -hmm. so yeah uh, hundreds of thousands to be quite honest but that's another story yeah. so yeah i thought it would be like that and it was completely different at first people were super reluctant to give us anything because i think they expected us to be taken over in like three days and why would you arm people and just give those arms to russia basically is what you will do yeah i understand that quite a but then when people in a month and or two saw that how just how much uh um how effective ukrainians were despite not having that much at that point of uh in terms of like uh, heavy artillery heavy weapons nothing like that so yeah so people invested quite a lot in our like uh in in uh, helping defending us defending ourselves which is one of the reasons and i do uh, i'm almost certain considering i listened to quite a lot of uh, how to say it intercepted uh, uh talks of russian soldiers between themselves so mm. we intercept like their communication quite often and you can listen to it and they were shocked at the amount of like uber based weaponry we get not that the fucking <laughs> soviet shit they do use still but actually like high quality modern weaponry defense systems and they did not expect it they expected just like i did to the for that the west will won't do shit so yeah that fucked them up and they did not expect our resistance and they did not expect West to react as they did. So there's two reasons. And third reason, Russia is lame, is the reason. So <laughs> Russia is very lame. And that yeah. whole thing, they're incredibly incompetent as an army, incredibly understaffed, underpaid, under, there's like low morale issues. There are quite a lot of issues, very, like the most stupid, like command decisions you can possibly like think of. There, Russia does fight 
quite often in history just with the bodies, like the, with mm. the masses. Like they don't care how many of their own people they kill in the process of, of their expansion of their stupid empire. So, so yeah, this is just something they, a practice they used to engage in before. But uh, right now, I guess you can really see just how much of a, uh, paper tiger is the phrase, I think, right? They are, because uh, this is something that the world does see, I think, right now, that their second army is not second. <laughs> no, It's not it's... even close. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So this is three factors that, of course, um, played to our, I guess you could say, uh, being way more uh, victorious than most people gave us any chances to be. So, yeah, I think that's, Wanna... that's about it. One of uh, Deep Drink's major, amazing patrons, uh, D, has just asked a question, wondering if oh. the guests enjoyed the crowd in New Delhi laughing at the Foreign Minister Lavrov's bullshit remarks. I felt some satisfaction. Do you know what she's talking about? Yeah, just just regular Lavrov's bullshit. It's uh, <laughs> we, we call him Lavrov in Ukraine. We call him horse head because he does look a little bit like a horse. Uh, yeah, she's just a Putin talking head. You know, it's just... Uh, you can you can pick any of them if you like. They're all like insane and pick pure, pure bullshit. My personal favorite is Salavyov, just because of the sheer like dramatic effect he has. He he <laughs> uh, when he talks, it's like it's very theatrical. It's like it's like an exorcism or some shit. Yeah, it's like yeah. very he's like performing, you know, for the people. It's like very you know when like Hitler when he uh, gave speeches. He was like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. he was like very animated. He was like, he was like spit trying everywhere. He was like waving his hands. His entire body was like involved in his speech. So this is something that fascists really do like, I must say. So they're like those like yeah. theatrical performances. So this is something that Russian talking heads from Kremlin do participate in. And I think Salavyov is the best at that. Definitely my favorite. Uh, <laughs> I saw, I saw. I saw you on uh, Gnostic Informant Neil's channel, and he had a really yeah. interesting perspective about this, which is to dive into the religious side of things. And I, I, I watched it, and I was like a bit shocked. And I went and did some more research. Russia, Russian, the Russian, fuck the Russian Orthodox Church. Holy shit! This guy is my new favorite guy. <laughs> yeah. Whoever this dude is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Look at his salty little. Neil. Like, oh god. Yeah. So they've they've uh, publicly come out. So this is a church of 90 million members, and they've publicly come out and said, uh, Russian soldiers dying in Ukraine will be cleansed of sin. So this is very similar yeah. to when the Catholic Church uh pulled, you know, blessing. Uh, pulled, yeah, gave blessings to like pulled apart the um the the Catholic Party to give the Nazis a clear run through through the um the to, to get elected and, and to also um say that Hitler's birthday should be celebrated from the pulpit every year like it's crazy, um yeah. and they also said just as um just as this is what he said oh my gosh oh this is what a monk said sorry just as the one Lord God is the indivisible Holy Trinity of Father Son and Holy Spirit, um so Russia Ukraine and Belarus together. Are holy Rus and cannot be separated. Yeah, so that's like... very common in Russian propaganda. Yeah, so this whole like thing, uh, it's like a triumvirat. It's called so like three pillars, I guess you could say, of like true Slavic people. I don't care. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's just Russian, you know, <laughs> Russian wipe. So it's uh, Belarus, it's Ukraine, and it's Russia. Apparently, so yeah. So we are like apparently to them where like they are the the big ones the good ones mm. the rest is like you know 
shitty version. <laughs> but basically, they compare themselves. They say they are descendants of Kiev and Rus, which is an uh, ancient kingdom of Slavic people. And uh, I think you notice the word Kiev in it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, because it was in Kiev, but in the modern day Ukraine territorially mostly. Yeah, so we have same uh, currency still. Uh, our like princes of Kiev and Rus are basically, you know, on our money, on our like currency. The heraldic symbol of Kiev and Rus is Ukrainian symbol. So it's like a trident, like you like three picks like that, you know, Thredent, th Trizup, we call them, we call it in, in, in Ukrainian, Trizup, is uh, our symbol. It was a symbol engraved on uh, on coins in Kiev and Rus. So, yes, but they pretend that they are basically the descendants of, you know, uh, Kiev and Rus and sole descendants. So just them, basically. And they are the inheritors of it. So for yeah. them, it's very important to attach Ukraine to them to Russian Empire, to Soviet Union, to whatever the fuck, to modern-day Russia, all the same shit, to be quite honest, but with the different flags. But uh, it's just, uh, for them, it's very important to have us under them because we are their connection to this ancient history, basically. Mm. So without us, it seems like kind of a bit dumb, to be honest, <laughs> to call themselves the descendants. So it's, it might sound like kind of trivial to like Western people, but for them, it's like very, it's a key point to them. So they really attach themselves to this history and they want it to be, uh, want us to be part of it for that reason. Not only that reason, obviously, but this is one of the reasons. Mm. And that George Pegasus. does suck, obviously, yeah. <laughs> sent a super chat thank you so much constellation pegasus wasn't it in finland who embarrassed russia by wiping their butts before the german invasion russia has mil yes. was mil militarily humiliated. Yeah. what's what was that about tell us about that i don't know about that uh well that's basically um soviet union soviet russia to be quite honest not russia it was in soviet union times uh well basically soviet union attacked fucking finland like this big this giant <laughs> attacked finland and uh, annexed quite a bit, I think 10% of the territory, and the rest they couldn't uh, overtake because Finland kicked their asses. They defended themselves from a humongous enemy, just humongous, as we do now, basically, Russia, Ukraine. So, yeah, so they uh, managed to kick them off and uh, preserve themselves as people and as nation. And Russia was forced to, Soviet Russia was forced to declare uh, pretty much sort of like they they actually posted in newspapers that they won but it's you know <laughs> for the for the, the for the stupid people yeah for the, the brainwashed soviets yeah but in reality they got their asses handed to them by by finland yeah. which is why ukrainians are very fond of Finns, finnish people in yeah. finland uh, yeah because Russia we relate to that Sounds like Russia literally got their, like their ass kicked, and it was like limping yep. away, saying, "I let you win, I let you win." Yeah, like, yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah. It it, it amazes me because you see the same thing. So the reason I, I bring this up with this um my new favorite man in in the world, this guy, he's the perfect meme. Look mm -hmm. at him. Look at his greasy little head. Um, he uh, yeah. The reason I bring him up is because you know you see the same thing happen throughout history. So. Uh, when the Japanese invaded um, uh, China and did some of the horrible shit they did during World War II, um, yeah, yeah. they mm -hmm. were they believed that they were fought, were doing yeah yeah um, and and King mm -hmm. and King and when when they were they they believed that they were working for the imperial you know the imperial family which is like the god 
people, you know? Like, it's like, yeah. it's, there's always this, and they believe that they were, like, the the superior, like, uh, Asian race. Like, so there's, there's a lot of, like, uh, a, a lot of, like, ideas like this uh that permeate like we are we we are the chosen ones or we are the or we're religiously entitled to this or this is a god thing causes people to do some of the most horrendous shit in um in the world like what's that old quote yeah, um, well you you have to like elevate yourselves about uh, above others in a way because this is like a fascist typical thing you have to yeah. be like we are the superior something like superior asian superior slavic superior like white people whatever the fuck right so um, superior uh, something and uh, after that you can like dehumanize others and you can understand like basically attach some kind of like divinity i guess to the idea that we are like divine people and rest is like are like slaves or need to be annihilated basically so this is something that happens quite a bit and uh yeah of course and if the church is like controlled by the government or it is like the government you know then it is uh it's uh assists such things obviously because it's mm. it's a power tool just as you know any other power tool in politics could be yeah, yeah. but the same Russian, thing. Uh, Russian church basically like, oh, we bless you to rape and you know kill and torture people. Good job, guys. It's good yeah, job. And go go do yeah. that. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's ridiculous. Um, the same thing. I don't mean to come down hard on um on. I think you know many nations like I don't mean like I got in trouble. Like I had I got in a fight with someone on Twitter about Japan, but making remarks about Japan. I'm very well aware that Australia has done some horrible shit too. I'm I'm not saying Australia is perfect. We did the same shit to the Aboriginals. It was horrible. Um. You can criticize others without those. Yeah, caveats. yeah. It's not yeah, like it just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm just pointing out like there's a lot of but it's it, it, a lot of nations who do things like this, but it's it's not um yeah it's it's uh it's the criticizing your ideas, not the whole group of people. Um, well, the worst thing about it is that many people in Japan still don't recognize it, like what they did. That, the atrocities they commit. That's that, that. Yeah, that's the bad part. Not the bad. Yeah, the bad part. They done it, obviously. But that's that's history. Yeah. That's past times. You can forgive that. You can forget that even. But uh, it's hard. It's when people say to me like, "Why can't you forgive Russians?" And they're like, "Like what? You know, it's it's like <laughs> in the middle of the fucking invasion. What are you <laughs> yeah. on about? It's they did not change that much. So we had like very heavy history with Polish people, for example, right? We have like pretty strong conflicts with Poles, and we have a history with Ottoman Empire, with Turks, you know, with Tatari as well. You know, we have quite a bit of like enemies in the past, but that's the past. It, it's the people who hold on to that. Are, pretty much morons in my opinion at this point because we don't have this relationship now we uh, we like elevated about that shit we evolved if you will but russia didn't <laughs> they pretty much mm. didn't they're still the imperialist fuck, fucking chauvinistic cunts they used to be so like what what is it to forgive you know yeah. <laughs> it, it, <sighs> also how can you forgive people that don't ask for it they don't ask yeah forgive them they like don't ask they, they whatever they're mid-rape they're, yeah. they're, they're literally mid-rape and it's like forgive them yes it's like thank they're you like thrusting this is something deeper and deeper into like a poor child yes it's like <laughs> yes it's it's just so absurd that people even 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 like it's it, as a ukrainian it pisses me off to like to no end when like western people just try to say oh don't talk bad about russians don't call them orcs and you're like you're literally like telling a woman that is like i don't know like being raped and beaten up 
and like uh, strangled by a dude and she's like screaming words at him and you are saying oh don't call him names hmm? don't do that mm. you know like in the middle of it it's just it's just such a weird language policing that people engage in when they like ukrainians express their like rage their well well deserved rage they're like experience they're just it's just i wish i could express to people just how hard this level of um anger and hate is on us not like you know how, how hard it is to live with that feeling so mm. sometimes it does burst in a very like you know aggressive manner obviously but what else do you fucking expect it's just so yeah. strange it, it, yeah yeah a hundred percent so um so we've we've talked a little bit about um like how the war is going which you know it's uh it's, sorry the invasion i keep saying war because i forgot why don't i write it down as war it is war you can call it war no problem yeah. it is war but i think it's important to point out like because people think it's like oh well you know both sides have merit no they don't it's not okay for one country to just start invading another country um like that yeah but, you can call it uh genocidal war genocide is what it is yeah. which yeah we've, met, we've gone over this in the other streams but governments of the world like i think many governments of the world are calling it a genocide it's not just like us using like thank you um, thankfully yeah. nothing is that's done to ukrainians is often called genocide which also pisses me off i'm not like trying to you know um pity me olympics but it's just so weird that that mm -hmm. people are so reluctant when it comes to ukrainians to to call things genocide if this is something mm. that was like Holodomor, for example, like a famine, uh, Soviet-made famine that killed four million people. So people, Ukraine, four million Ukrainians. I'm sorry, they, it killed way more people in Kazakhstan as well in other countries. But in Ukraine, four million people were uh, starved. Uh, so uh, people are reluctant to call that a genocide, and despite the fact that there are on the books laws such as uh, uh, Zakon Pitikalskov, which is uh, five wit laws, I think, in English, like wits uh, in the field, you know, wit. So five mm -hmm. wit laws is the law that if you steal five wit pieces, you will be shot in the head. So they shot people who were starving and they knew they were starving. Soviet Russia continued to export food to Moscow, to Moscow, to other parts of Russia, to sell it to other countries as well. And they just forcefully took the food and people starved to death. And they shot people who stole the food they themselves grow, grew to, you know, to feed their families. People like strangled their children. It was that bad. So it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a horrible, horrible thing. And people yeah. just just deny us that they deny us like any. Oh, no, it was just a mistake. What kind of mistake is that? It's mm. just when you continue. One thing is to do miscalculations. For example, like okay, they're like they're like people who say it's a miscalculation. Apparently, think uh, Soviet Union was more retarded than I think it was. But that's that's another another thing because just how fucking stupid do you have to be? But that's that's another question. But they continued. To kill people, to sell it, to uh, to take food away, like literally from people's hands. Mm. So it's just yeah, and and like a bunch of countries accept that it was genocide, but not all. Quite a lot of Western countries do not. So yeah, so it's just something that people are very reluctant. I I heard a, the most stupid thing I ever probably heard um, is the thing that I heard a guy who was like 
another guy, like quite a lot of people who were saying like Ukrainians called Holodomor this event, uh, the famine, um, Holodomor because they want to attach themselves to Holocaust. So it has like holo in the beginning. And I was like, oh my gosh. Just so just explain, short explanation. It's Ukrainian word. It has nothing to do with English. <laughs> it's just the word holod means hunger. It just means hunger is the word. And more means uh, mass, mass death, like mass yeah. massacre, like mass death. So it's mass death by hunger is what it means. It has wow. nothing to do with the word Holocaust. It doesn't, that's because there's a different language. It exists. Not everything is English. So it's just, you know, it's just, uh, it's very strange. Yeah. Sometimes you hear like the most ridiculous shit. It, also the genocide people get triggered because they're like, oh, Holocaust is a genocide. And you're like, well, yeah. Like, yes, there are plenty of genocides, not just Holocaust. You know, there's like Armenian genocide. There's like war Albania, um, Kosovo, Albania, Serbia did a genocide. There's, it's, it's, there's a bunch of fucking genocides, like all over the place. It's not just, you know, um, that, which is Holocaust is pretty much undeniably probably the worst. But that's just, you know, doesn't have to be that the, the only thing. So, yeah, it's very strange that people want to somehow like tell us that what happened to us was kind of chill, kind of cool, which it definitely wasn't. Mm. Um, yeah, sorry that rant. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> great. Places. I love, a, I yeah. love, a, I love a drunken rant, rant. Oh well, you say, you say it takes more than not a bottle for you yet. to get. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. Not, I, I was watching you on Destiny stream, and you're like, I've only got one bottle. It's not going to affect me. And I was like, thank you. Someone else is just as an alcoholic as me. <laughs> you drink, you drink me under the table. I think definitely. Um, I might, yeah, I might. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. We should test that sometime. <laughs> yeah, hundred um, uh, percent. I so I keep um I keep advocating uh, that Anna needs to start a TikTok account dancing on um the burnt down tanks of uh the Russians. She won't. David has. I like, reckon David like has a business plan for me. He's like very invested I, in this idea of me dancing on Russian tanks yeah. and going viral. It, yeah, yeah. yeah, I I honestly think like because like you've got you've got the the blue hair or the the colored hair, and just you you dancing on the the tanks of Russian like it would just it would go viral. I think you would actually I think it would get to Putin. Putin would get pissed off. Like it would it would be amazing. You could affect the world from dancing on tanks. Oh, um, I see, I see. That's your plan, <laughs> but, right? But if if you don't do it, you should come uh, to Ukraine when when yeah. we can dance together. That yeah, would be well, cute, that's it. Right? I said, I said that I'll come to Ukraine, um, and um, we'll dance on, we'll dance on the tanks with um, um one of your stripper friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my stripper sniper can join us yeah. for sure. Yeah, Just for the sure. guys probably don't know what we're talking about. Basically, yeah. I recently did a fundraiser for uh, our friend, my my like volunteer buddy, Fike. Uh, whose child I was talking about before. His uh, one of his childhood, like best friends for many, many years is enlisted in the army and is a sniper now. But uh, his previous profession was a striptease dancer. And it is fabulous. <laughs> yeah, they are going to show it. <laughs> yeah, he's in the middle. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's, you know, something, I guess. And uh, yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty cool.
I must say. So we are helping him out with the equipment right now. And um, yeah, she should definitely join us uh, on tanks. But but yeah, un so... I don't, un unfortunately for me and David, this would make us look very bad because he's very good at dance. <laughs> no, I think you. I think you'd be. I think you'd be. You'd be fine. I think I need to uh, lose a, little, a fair bit of weight. I think before I do something like that. But, oh. Um, are we doing? Actually... We're doing it naked, right? We're all doing it naked. Um, Is that the... naked. <laughs> doesn't have to be but it could be f more fun for sure that way yeah in underwear i guess is yeah <laughs> probably <laughs> uh, well um, so... pretty much evgeny evgeny is the name of the of the guy we just showed you it could definitely teach us a, a thing or two about dancing <laughs> naked so we should ask him if, if he like <laughs> if he stopped doing if he stopped becoming like when, when he was like having a break from being a sniper maybe like a lunch yeah. or something. if he just took his clothes off filmed himself dancing on like the like it would it's great it's a great plan because it's a big like fuck you to the russian because russia has thought they're gonna take this in like a few days and it's like you know a couple of weeks and it's just like and it's just a big like no oh, we're still here and we're still like, kicking ass and yeah it's, um it's awesome he's a great person i really like you know enjoyed talking with him and stuff i actually supposed to give him this thing it's like a meteor station mm. um it's basically something that snipers use to um to understand like the weather conditions so like the wind the stuff like that that affects the bullet and the way it's you know the trajectory and stuff like that so i, I that have to give him, him that is that him yeah. there so yeah he says i would say can everyone hear that Regiment and National Guard. I don't know we if you can hear it. And I he said, God bless America and DGG for life. <laughs> yeah. I asked him to, to be honest, there. about the DGG for life and part. God bless America, yeah. glory to Ukraine, DGG for life. Oh, yeah. the sirens. Well, yeah, guys, you know, like what we... The sirens uh, went off. Let's hope no explosions. Yeah, Wait, yeah. you're not but, near a window, are you? I am, yeah. It's there. Oh, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> not, not gonna move unless really? it explodes. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, yeah, anyhow, uh, if I explode on stream, I super duper apologize. I think you will get demonetized and stuff. Uh, so. Oh, you already demonetized, right? No, uh, don't well, be worried. I'm, it's fine. I, I'm not demonetized. I'm monetized. Did you fly? So Oh yeah. yeah, so I, I apologize. Yeah. It dying on stream but should, I, you, you know, you, should carb your earnings for sure. You you blowing up on stream is not. I'm not worried about being demonetized. I I'm. But seriously, if the sirens are going you. off, can you? Good can friend, you. you <laughs> <laughs> can you can you can you move like it's it, if you're sure uh, it's making me know why it's fine it's fine <laughs> don't worry it's fine okay. yeah it's fine okay. Uh, um, you probably can't hear it because I'm in headphones, but it's pretty loud. Yeah, no, no way you can hear it with the headphones. I no. just have like this megaphone quite close to my house, so it's fucking loud. Yeah. <sighs> so what does the um what what does that um siren mean? Does that mean that like what it was trying means... to communicate? Well, basically, this is a signal to go uh, that there is a potential danger. So either they're like a missile attack that's going to happen uh or they're like a enemy um ar enemy artillery is active or like planes are going up the in the air to start shooting shit and uh or maybe from the water so like uh from caliber oh, caliber i think is from the water kinjal is from the air 
these type of rockets, or type of missiles they use. So yeah, this just basically signals that uh, there's a potential danger. Sometimes nothing happens. Sometimes things happen in other regions. So for example, like you can be chill and cool, but other people might be dying like right the second as we talk, mm. because it might have hit, for example, Zaporizhia or Dnieper or Dnipro, or maybe they attacked Kiev, or maybe they, well, basically, you know what I mean, right? So maybe attacked like any other area. So yeah. It so is, is that what? What it is. So is that what the um? So it's not necessarily in uh, Kharkiv. It's like it could be anywhere. Um, is it, yeah. Well, well, they generally there is a risk in Kharkiv if it blasts in Kharkiv. So it blasts mm -hmm. in the areas that are potentially in oh, the yeah. area of the strike. You know, so yeah. it could be like three oblasts, four oblasts, maybe five. Oblast is like our world for the region, basically. So there would be like five regions, six regions. Sometimes it's entirety of the of Ukraine. Like all map is like lit up, just you know, because everyone is in danger, basically. Hmm. But uh, yeah, so it means a potential danger, and sometimes uh, explosions will be before the siren. This also tends to happen. So it does not, it's not quick enough, basically. So mm -hmm. we are, Kharkiv is very close to, to Russia, to Mordor. So, you know, orcs are close. So <laughs> I thought they you were saying, tend to, yeah, I thought you were saying like to, a Russian, I thought you were saying like a, uh, like an actual Ukrainian. I only just got <laughs> that you're saying Mordor. That's cool. Yeah, Mordor, yeah. So it's just, uh, they're very close. So because of that, it gets here like in, in seconds. Like it's very mm. hard to, for example, like what when my father was killed, it was so fucking fast. So, you know, it's just, it's like, you know, <laughs> very fast. So sometimes say, it does not. When you say yeah. fast, what do you mean by that? I mean, when they start launching it in Russia, it gets here like in minutes, in, in like 50 seconds, in a minute or something like that. So you will get a message, oh, the launch and boom, explosion, you know. So oh, <laughs> sometimes wow. you don't have time to even move, basically, because it's just so fast. We're so close to them. It's like one hour ride to Russia from here. Whoa. So, yeah. So, you know, oh, also, by the way, speaking of mortar, you can't read it, obviously, because it's, you know not in english but this is talking <laughs> i'm that's using so it cool. as my microphone stand yeah yeah it's, that's it's, so cool yes the, the thing it's pretty cute book actually it's, yeah it's but, looking book. yeah so this is my stand for the microphone yeah so it's a bit higher you know <laughs> destiny told taught me that that the microphone's yeah. supposed to be a bit higher like right to your face yeah what's yeah. the um uh, D, one of our patrons, has um, asked a question. What is the power and water such food situation? It's pretty good. Hello, <laughs> the person who's asking. But it's pretty good. It's way better than it was. And we have some strikes on infrastructure every now and then. But it's not as bad as it was in winter. In winter, it was uh, every week there would be attacks on infrastructure. So no water, no heat, no electricity, no cell phone connection for days sometimes. And in Ukraine, it's pretty cold in winter. So it's um, was not good. Was not great, I must say. But yeah. we survived that, so it's all good. Now it's not that cold, even if they smack us. I don't give a that big of a fuck. Although the and connection doing... will die. So. Yeah. They were doing that, <laughs> so they, they were doing that primarily as like a way to like weaken the people. Yeah, of, for sure. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, because uh, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty hard. Uh, like um, I must say, like psychologically, to be in the dark all the time. It's very mm. hard to explain. It seems like not such a big a deal, but then um, it's just it's dark all the time. So there's like no light. You know, like going away with the those like flash uh, lights, you know, everywhere, and it's just um, it gets on gets to you. You know, it makes you like very depressed. I guess you could say uh, is the word. Um, yeah. So also there's like problems with you cooking food. There's pretty cold without the heat. Uh, no cell cell phone connection is probably the worst because you can't phone relatives and friends and ask them if they're okay because they're like be like for example like explosions right. They will be like boom, boom, like boom, and you don't know where where it is right. So I'm trying to call my friends for example and I cannot because there's no cell phone connection. So I will only find out that they're fine in like two days or day or 24 hours, you know, so it's not the best for sure. But now it's way better. It's they don't attack mm. a, a infrastructure as much. So, so uh, uh, yeah, I think the last time there was like a full on blackout was two, three weeks maybe ago, I think something like that. Yeah, right. I remember you like so. So a lot of people ask me like, oh, like, how do you have your hair dyed in a um, warzone? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and, and one thing that I found super interesting is um, like in some of the videos, you you're walking through like broken glass and there are like people just going about their day, like going to work and doing like they're trying to just get on with their lives, like live as if they're not in a war zone, but they are in a war zone. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Well, you know, you have to like do stuff like everyday stuff and um haters this is the moment of your like good time for you because my hair is very really needs dye <laughs> it's it's it, it really needs dye so you caught me in the moment when i finally don't have a good hair it's your day but uh for the not haters you can get dye obviously you can get like some products you can get stuff it's possible the country works postal service works so you can order stuff it's actually more efficient than apparently in <laughs> in the united states without the war so you know it's very you can get stuff for a day or two easily so it's not that bad and also people have to live lives you know uh you mm -hmm. have to do stuff that is comforting that is uh, normal so for me i i mean i used to dye my hair like long time like since i was 15 years old basically right so for me it's very comforting to you know do it because it just brings back me to like some sense of like normality. Sometimes I would do, mm. not always, but uh, sometimes I would like do makeup or something. And I feel just good about it, you know, because it just makes me um, feel like everything is fine for like a short period of time. Uh, and uh, yeah, so you do your, your chores, you like regular shit because just, you know, you have to live. You don't, can't, you can't just sit there like, oh, bore, you know. It's not something mm. you can do. Oh, war, missile strike. It's not like something you, it's just, I don't know, like people even ask that because it's just so stupid for me to just to think, how do you expect people for a year to like do nothing to don't enjoy life? We like yeah. sometimes we like hang out with friends, we drink, we like, I don't know, like use into music. I even play my PlayStation sometimes, you know, happens when I have free time, which is very what? little because I'm a volunteer. But sometimes, you know, what and, kind of, what uh, kind yeah, of, it's just regular life. What kind of games do you play? That's the question I have. Oh, I used to be like a huge fan of horror games, which ah. Russians fucked. 
I think permanently because there's so much horror in my life that I don't want to see it in the <laughs> yeah. games as well. well. I used to be a huge fan of Silent Hill games. This was like my main jam. I used to, I played all of them. I loved them. And uh, mm. Resident Evil as well is a game I like. So yeah, I was a horror stand for sure. Uh, oh, I think it, I think it oh. lagged. A bit. It lagged for a you second, were... but it, it's it's okay. I think your your like video just froze. Oh really? Um, Hang is on. it me or is it you? Can you see me now? Maybe they attacked an infrastructure, and I don't know about. <laughs> it. No, can you? <laughs> yeah, can... I'm chilling here. Yeah. Can everyone else? Can you everyone just... else see everything going fine? It's it's fine now. I think it just froze for like a second. You're just okay. like like that. You know, oh, it does that sometimes. Like, it's um, this is an amazing service yeah. that I pay seventy dollars a month for. Oh my gosh, why does it do this? Mm. But um, <laughs> yeah. So this is something I also play RPG games quite a bit, like role play games. Dragon Age, yeah, I really cool. love. I, yeah, so <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, Final Fantasy yeah, is have... something I grew up on playing, so I do like it. It's old stuff, but you know, I have a tattoo and and stuff. <laughs> I have also have a tattoo oh. of a Spire of the Dragon. I don't know if you know the game. It's pretty yeah, old. It's like a purple dragon. Yeah. I used to be an indie game developer, so I I I um I taught mm, courses and make games. So cool. yeah, Spyro was up there. Nintendo games yeah. were up there. I have I have a YouTube channel where I. Where I uh, that has like seventeen subscribers, and I have like I um just make uh, I like play Donkey Kong sixty four and Zelda and like all those old school games. And I'm trying to get through everything, and um I'll play God of War, like oh. the original God of War, soon to learn a bit more to like you know immerse myself in Greek kind of mythology, um as well as like Assassin's Creed and stuff because Atlas's name is oh Assassin's Creed. Creed. I love Assassin's Creed. It's one of my favorite mm. games. Yay! Yeah. I used to, I just. I used to play it quite a bit when I was, you know, not in the war, <laughs> not yeah. in the war zone. What about? Um, did you play any Elder Scrolls games? Skyrim, Oblivion. Mm. Oh no, wow. I did not play those. Mm -hmm. uh, the Witcher. The Witcher I did play, not that much, yeah. but did play a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So, like, so, so people go into work. You you dye your hair. You're like you you know, people are trying to live in uh in in like a in the war zone like in in like they're trying to live their lives as well as like protect their loved ones and everything what were you doing yeah. before the war what 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 was your life like what did you do what was who was anna like where did you work what what did you get up to well, i was pretty chill <laughs> before <laughs> the war so i was um uh working in a vegan shop uh as a seller uh and mm -hmm. uh you know a consultant so mm -hmm. this was like my main job. I also did a part-time job, which was writing for lazy American students, essays and <laughs> courseworks and stuff like that. So, you know, in psychology, like philosophy, sociology, stuff like that. So I would just uh, write uh, a random Ukrainian girl was writing some of the naughty American student works. So that was <laughs> so my good. like side gig. Yeah, but the main thing was working in the shop. So it's so closed now. A, ve a vegan, a vegan shop. Is it what? What do you guys sell? Yeah, food, like vegan foodies. Oh yeah, so goodies, food, like okay. vegetarian vegan food. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you oh, like a vegetarian? Yeah, so I was a vegan for quite a long time. Uh, I think five, seven years, maybe. But uh, because of the war, I kind of like dumped to the vegetarian level, <laughs> which mm, I feel guilty yeah. about. 
but um, it's just something I had to do because there was no food for quite a long yeah. time in Kharkiv. So for two yeah. weeks, there was like zero food at all. So no, mm. nothing in the source. And I had to like eat some cheese and eggs and stuff like that because yeah. uh, starving was not the best idea, I think. So no. yeah, so I, that's what I did basically, downgraded <laughs> to a vegetarian but um but yeah i i used i will return to veganism as as soon as i'm able to because mm. right now it's a bit a bit rough as well but what um, the, yeah what are the reasons that you're uh vegan ethical ethical ethics Ethical mostly, reasons. yeah 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 yeah, yeah it's I'm mainly vegetarian. I don't have the excuse that you have to um, to not eat vegan, but I mainly eat a vegetarian diet. Um, uh, oh. Yeah. Nice job, you. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> like, I, I think that um, I, that's that's nice to hear because I think that a lot of um, a lot of vegans are the worst advocates for veganism. I oh, think yeah, they... the nasty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forget those. Yeah. yeah. It's like don't be a rude like bitch. A, that's the wrong. At one stage, yeah. At one stage, I realized I was like vegan, and I was an atheist, and I was like, all I need to do is start CrossFit, and I'll be the most intolerable person on the planet. Like, I come, I do well, CrossFit. I'm vegan. I, yeah. To be honest, like uh, most, uh, uh, most, pro like I never met a more insufferable vegan than a meat eater who like just cannot get over get over the fact that you are a vegan. So mm. I never bring it up, you know. I'm not. I don't talk about it that much unless I'm asked, right? If a person mm. shows interest in that, then I will, of course, talk with them. If not, I'm never bring it up, you know. But they would be like, "Ew, you're you're like a eat grass and shit," you know, and like um, like stuff like that. Basically, start asking stupid questions, like start getting triggered because, like, and I'm like, dude, like just eat your corpses in delight. Just why are you, you know, why are you mm. doing this to me? I, I'm not like. Yeah, I'm not doing anything to you. Like it's my choice, it's my decision. Why just why do you care? Like I don't care like what you eat, don't care what I eat. What's 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 wrong? But they are like just very in Ukraine it's not very often you meet a vegan, so you yeah. get like made fun of pretty pretty nastily sometimes. But that's yeah. just, you know, part of the game, I guess. I don't care that much to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, um but anyhow, my, yeah. This is just a random funny story, but my my mum um recently um is like going to rent one of the rooms that she, where, where she lives so she's, she's she owns a house and she's going to rent one of the rooms out and she recently had some people come around to like check it out like from like flatmates.com or whatever and this these are the people that she had rock up and this is the people that she vetted until like this is the people that came ready one guy was like oh i'm a nudist so like mum's thinking about him okay, like, sitting on her start. couch couch on the noob <laughs> and he's she's like okay another guy is like 57 and he's like oh i'm gonna bring my mum along to the um inspection and mum's like uh okay this is weird and then the okay. one of the guys that actually rocked up he came in and he was like butcher and my mum's eats primarily vegetarian as well um mm. all thanks to my brother uh who's got our family on this whole thing whose birthday is today i'm going to do his birthday after this but oh cute he, um, happy birthday his name's neil give oh. him a happy birthday neil and then i'll say happy birthday to neil <laughs> have a nice <laughs> time um, <laughs> but this this um this this uh this this butcher rocks up and he starts new telling glass, my mom by the way. new glass he I... starts telling my mom that uh eating vegetables is bad for you right like so you shouldn't eat kale okay, or salads yeah. right and you should only and he says that he eats meat for every meal and my mom could smell his breath in the same room like just being in the same room with him she's <laughs> like he just stinks 
And I'm like, Ooh. oh yeah. So I just like, <laughs> it's amazing the kind of people you meet on these websites. Um, anyway, it's actually kind of funny that uh, body, like body odor, like body aroma, is very different when you don't eat meat, which is pretty fun. Not mm. many people like talk about it because I guess it's kind of cringe <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to talk about yeah. how bodies smell but it does definitely like change a bit so yeah, yeah in, in a good way i must say so yeah anyhow yeah. it's just uh yeah it's just uh I, I like i said i generally tend to be like you do you basically i don't like doing any yeah. like runs basically if person yeah. asks me like politely then i would definitely talk about it but if not then um... i just don't do yeah, and you know, like everyone's gonna love us talking about veganism forever. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. Everyone, everyone <laughs> but I do. Yeah. I, I do want to. <laughs> it's such an annoying topic. It's just like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm so sick of the conversations around veganism. But um, mm. I, I do want to talk about this clip that you sent me. It's an amazing clip, right? So you blurred out everyone. Which one? Uh, I, I send you. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll just play this, and then you can explain what, what like, where, where you were, what you're going on. But like, this is a, yeah. a, a video. You had to blur everyone for safety, obviously. It's very loud. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but it's loud yeah. even in the video. So, so the person says, like, like shooting for Kharkiv. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Look how happy uh, you are. You're like, yeah. So where I were was you there? His cheerleader. What... Yeah, I was his cheerleader. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't want to stand there that much, but uh, I just they were like, You're the only girl here, cheer be a cheerleader. And I was like, Okay, fine. So <laughs> so I was like basically doing you know the yeah, I didn't have like pom poms, unfortunately, <laughs> on the front lines. Not something you can come across generally, but uh, yeah, but I needed them. That would be fun. So this was so, basically I cannot say the exact location because it's not allowed. But uh, I was yep. um, uh, basically in Kharkivsk Oblast. There's like this city called Kupensk, which was mm -hmm. um, occupied for a while, and then basically there's like a war quite close there. So it's like four kilometers away from Russian lines. Basically, is where we were. And uh, it's not in the city, it's like around somewhere, like clo quite close. Not gonna tell there, but you know, but quite close to Kupiansk. Yeah. So basically, it was the artillery brigade uh, that we brought quite a lot of goods to. So we would travel there and, you know, bring them stuff like um, clothes, uh, warm clothing. It's very cold on that video, it was like minus 15 celsius something like that Whoa. very cold yeah so we would bring them like warm clothing food like equipment power banks uh some sources of light something like that so yes this is very uh most of the that brigade are very young so yeah that should to Igor, who is my volunteer body he just goes there and they're like they're like basically like see them and they're like oh Igor, Igor, and they just come run into him because they're like basically like 19 year olds like 20 year olds and um yeah so it's a uh, pretty rough they got uh uh hurt recently this uh, brigade artillery fire uh one guy lost a leg and one oh. was uh just scrapped with uh like rubble 
uh yeah so they're they're like an active uh, on an active like war zone so we mm -hmm. come to visit them every now and then and yeah uh and bring supplies this was what i was doing they was like i was basically standing there you know just cheerleading <laughs> <laughs> shooting, yeah. yeah, shooting at Russians in that video. Just it's not for funsies. It's just literally yeah. shooting. You know, it, well, I'm lying. It is for funsies, but you know, it's also <laughs> it also shooting at Russian uh, positions at the same time. I, I yeah. actually wrote like on the shell they used in that video, DGG, and I wrote uh, and I little heart. Oh, so that's... they shot <laughs> that... that shell with the DGG and the heart. Yeah, you That's froze a... for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, it froze for it froze for me. It's for you froze as well, <laughs> but I can still hear you. So, tell everyone, tell us if you can still see us and and hear us. We're, why we're my dealing my with... Ukrainian internet apparently is <laughs> is superior to your Australian internet. Uh, no, I think it, it uses it doesn't your... froze. You know, I don't. I don't think it freezes for you because it's just showing what your camera is sending through. It's not like sending you. It's not showing you the um the. Mm uploaded and downloaded transmission um but anyway hopefully oh, like, see, yeah. everyone let see, us see, everyone let us know if um yeah if uh if you, you um can see everything okay i do want to quickly as the internet kind of gets a bit, little bit pulls pulls together a little bit i just do, do want to quickly shout out um a couple of things um so as we mentioned before we have a thousand oh you're um, so frozen dude it's just <laughs> oh is that better yeah, maybe re re reload yourself because you just. Boop, 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 boop. Oh yeah, can you hear me? It works. Yeah, it works. Cool. Yeah, I can hear you. It works. I think. Okay, cool. Uh, so a few things, and hopefully the internet gets better while I show this stuff. But mm. thousand um, subscriber charity stream, guys. Make sure you subscribe to this channel if you like content like this. I I produce um videos, a lot of videos at the moment. Um, and if you want to support this channel, you can go to the Patreon, and we've got a lot of cool stuff happening over there. Um, I've really recently done this rough cut of a video that I'm really excited about. And you can also join, if you click the join button here, you'll be able to join Deep Drinks and get your comments highlighted for like three bucks a month. That helps support um, the channel grow. But more importantly, if you do have spare money, don't give it to me. Um, go oh, to give Anna... it to David. <laughs> no, don't listen to go, him. Go, go, go give it to Anastasia here, um, yeah, PayPal, because uh, it helps It helps her in her volunteering efforts, which is um, uh, like she doesn't, you don't like, you're not buying hair dye with this. Right. Like you're like, this is like directly like you're, you, you have yeah. all the receipts. Mm -hmm. You make sure people know what you're spending the money on. Yeah. The guys awesome. who just sure... saw is, is the ones who usually bring stuff to because they are in a bad spot. And yeah, so yeah. we do quite a bit of stuff. Thank you all. And mostly to be honest to Destiny's community, because they're the ones who, um, did G for life. <laughs> they're like hey. providing most of the money to me so i'm super grateful yeah. for that obviously and to and, steven and, as well obviously and they're yeah. the um they're, that's how i found you watching destiny stream but tomorrow Yay. Um, so <laughs> tomorrow i have deep drinks next day i have deep drinks and two days after that i have deep drinks and two days after that i have deep drinks is, again we're going nuts guys um whoa but, so tomorrow alcoholic alcoholic oh, yeah Tomorrow I'm interviewing the author of this book, Cult of the Dead, A Brief History of Christianity. That's going to be awesome. And then I saw Apostasy in the chat before. She's going to be telling her story about um, her deconstruction story, Losing Confession. So that's going to be a really awesome one. So she was a, a fundamentalist oh. Christian, spoken tongues, all that, and she'll be retelling her story. And then, of course, 
Dr. Matthew Monger, who's coming on to talk about how there is no soul or hell in the Old Testament. Why? Most of my content is religious, as you can see, in nature, um, but religion, philosophy, and human rights, and that's why we have Anna on today. So like the stream, subscribe, and give all your money to Anna. Like, literally, don't pay your mortgage. Not, no. Give it all to Anna. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it, guys. Only, only do it if you have, like, spare stuff and don't, no. don't just, you know. Don't yeah. feed your children. Give it all to Anna. Um, that's what you should do. No. Um, no, listen to him. Evil Australian. You do, feed your you, children. If yeah. you do that, if you do, if you do help Anna, let her know that you come from deep drinks because, um, yeah, that'd be. Yeah, uh, guys, I really appreciate any help, obviously, because, you know, oh, we need it. We really do need it. There's like not a day goes by without me getting calls like, we need this, we need this, we need this. And well, I'm like, oh, dude, I don't have like it, millions. Yeah, it's isn't very. It, isn't very... it true that the GTP, like of Ukraine, has gone down by 30% since the war started? Um, Can you say it again? I, I, it's the, like, uh, like the the Ukraine GDP GP, GDP GB, GB oh my gosh GBP yes yeah it's uh, gone or up you say it's gone down right like it's dropped yeah down last... yeah down yeah it's very rough for many people because uh, most quite a lot of people about fifty percent can't work because everything closed you know service yeah. like. Uh, factories stuff like that and uh, many things got bombed many things are not working like half of my city is not working like cafes bars everything and it's just it's very rough uh, many people don't have jobs some that do earn way little way less than they used to also the prices are five four five times higher than they used to be mm. so it's rough for most people and they still find in themselves to donate to like fundraisers and volunteer organizations which is awesome but is rough for sure yeah it's pretty hard for mm. many people um uh, financially what so the guys wanna... who actually were like in artillery that video artillery video you showed is uh it's just a story i think is pretty pretty sad uh because uh he would just you know see me and he was like uh he was covered in like grime and dirt from the artillery it's just it's like it like splashes the smoke of like dark shit on you to your oh. face and everything so they're like all black and with this you know dust so he would i would like try to shake basically like you know to give him my hand and he would like oh no i'm so dirty i don't want to touch you <laughs> i don't want to like make you dirty i was like dude like make me as dirty as you want just yeah. you know it just doesn't care i don't care about that so he basically mm. like afterwards he came to me like when i was leaving already and they were like and he was like oh can i take a picture with you and i was like sure of course and uh, i took like a picture with him and i have it uh, and and he was like very happy about it and then he was like i can look at it right i was like of course <laughs> do do whatever you want just look at it and he was like and he was like and he was like you know he was acting like like a kid you know and i asked him like how old are you and he was like oh i just turned 19 and i was like oh. you know i just wanted to to kill some russians at this moment so it's yeah, just just it's... why just why 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 you know why is this kid has to be there has to be has to be on the front lines has to be a soldier just why you know it's just it's so, so horrible because well yeah. that's actually a great question why like why what what is the re what is the reason that putin is saying that they're doing this special operation and why do you think the actual reason is 
Yeah, it's pretty simple, you know, just invasion, expansion of the empire and hate, pure hate towards everything Ukrainian. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a war of annihilation is what it is. They want us gone as country. They want us our language gone. They want our music gone. They want our everything we have gone. And um, that's just pure hate. And um, yeah, it's ambitions, like imperial ambitions and uh, hate. Just hate. And so, what so, what's the reason that, um, what's the actual reason that uh, Putin is giving for this? Well, basically, it's like a couple things, but mostly it's like uh, denazification of Ukraine, denazification. Apparently, there are like, you know a bunch of Nazis in the in the country <laughs> just roaming around, and uh, he calls uh, democratically elected government, which is something Russians know nothing about. Democratically elected uh, our government, Zelensky and President Zelensky, he calls that a regime. And he says, uh, and he basically says that there's like a Nazi. Sorry. Fuck. Siren again. Uh, A second. I just want to see if I'm about to explode or not. Oh, God. Yeah, don't worry. It's fine. Not that big a deal. No, I think we're fine. It's not us. So <laughs> someone else, yes. So so yeah, so basically this is like an awkward moment when you are like kind of happy it's not you, but then you cannot be really happy because it's someone else. Uh well, anyhow, just um the thing is that he calls this like uh, this denazification is something that uh, Russians used for a bit. So for example, like um in original population of Crimea uh was Tatari. And they were also genocided, basically deported by Stalin uh, because the, he said they're all, all Nazis. So it's something that they regularly use to basically genocide people, not new. And um, yeah, anyhow, the thing is that and also not NATO. So he blames like West, NATO expansion, whatever the fuck. So countries join NATO primarily because they're afraid of Russia. <laughs> So this is very funny as a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, NATO already had borders with Russia. There already were countries mm-hmm. that were bordering. It's not like Ukraine would be the first border with NATO Russia has. So it's absolutely uh, fully absurd. Nobody was going to attack them, obviously. And mm-hmm. they just used uh, the, those two reasons mainly to explain their um, their invasion. Also, supposedly the protection, I just, I cringe even saying that, but supposedly the protection of Russian-speaking Ukrainians, which is infuriating to say the rest, because I am that Russian-speaking Ukrainian. I speak Russian in mostly in my life. So, uh, yeah, so they came, the people, they genocide, the people they kill, rape, torture, slaughter in mass. Uh, people whose relatives, friends, loved ones they kill, people whose cities they level are us, Russian-speaking Ukrainians, in the East, in the South. So they claim that they protect us from Nazis, from, you know, our own country, but nobody hurt us and nobody oppressed us. So we are Ukraine, we're Ukrainians, even though we speak Russian, because we were Russified, not our choice, by the way, Russia Russian Empire russified us and Soviet Union. Ukrainian was prohibited and oppressed 
And yeah, so this is something we talked about before with you. I told you the story like about my teacher and stuff like that. I think <laughs> the last time I misspoke. So yeah, so this is very, very uh, insulting to hear. Sometimes I would hear like Westerners talk about it as well. They would be like, oh, they're Russian speakers, like Russian speakers in Ukraine, like in, in, they're Russians. And like, no, 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 no. We are Ukrainians that have been russified by force. And um, they use it as an excuse as we apparently want to be part of Russia, which we don't, which mm. we never did. So, yeah, so we voted in 1991 uh, for independence and eastern regions of Ukraine voted above 80 percent. So 86, 89 percent, 90 percent wanted independence from Soviet Union and Russia. So this is the same now. And uh, yeah. Uh, I I find it quite insulting, especially the fact that I'm literally am a Russian-speaking Ukrainian that lives in the very far east of the country. Mm. So yeah, um, yeah, uh, pretty hard to deal with that sometimes. But uh, I understand like some people just don't know, and they need to be like you know told, educated, I guess you could say. But some people are malicious with that, obviously, because they s just spread Russian propaganda and Russian narratives uh, knowingly. Yeah, so there's that. Uh, mm. Also, it's kind of funny how Russia protects their own, you know, by annihilating them. They mm. liberate, as people always, I, I saw a bunch of videos of uh, Ukrainians who have been talking with Russian soldiers, Russian occupiers, invaders, and they would be like, what have you, what, why you care? Why you, what are you doing here? And they were like, oh, we came to liberate you. And people would be like, from what? From our houses, from our lives? You came to liberate us from life is what you came to do? And they're like just you it's, know and uh, in there. So they so they they actually think that yeah, that's wild. They actually think that they some do. Some do, yeah. yeah. Not all. It's like most of them know, to be quite honest. It just uh, some do, some very young ones, maybe in the Russian army, also the ones that are brainwashed sometimes think so, yeah. But it's pretty clear, clear, it becomes pretty clear that nobody terrorized anyone here and everyone was just doing just fine. And I was speaking mm. Russian day to day never been oppressed in my entire life so you know mm. it's just uh it's it's uh, we we nobody prohibited us speaking russian so yeah but them it what? has to it's important to understand that for them ukrainian identity ukrainian language ukrainian flag ukrainian music whatever it is is already for them it's already a crime hmm. because they want to assimilate they want to observe other people so for them, uh, Ukrainian identity is Nazism. So someone mm. having their Ukrainian flag is already a Nazi to Russians. So yeah. that's how they perceive it. Which is, is we've gone over this like <laughs> your last two episodes, <laughs> but, but, oh, yeah. no. but not, yeah. there's, there's no Nazi, there's no, not that there's a whole, as a myth that um, Ukraine is full of Nazis. It is, yeah. Uh, one, of, one of our patrons said, um, Sylvia said, sweet Anna, I'm looking forward to, uh, to hear the end of this war. It pleases me that it hasn't crushed you. You're a beautiful soul. Thank, Thank you. you. That's very nice. Appreciate it. Uh, and Constellation Pegasus gave a super chat. Thank you so much, Constellation Pegasus. Is Ukraine still considered uh, the breadbasket of the Soviet Union? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, most of the food was produced in Ukraine, um, and uh, we were called like the the wheat, like the bread 
the bread, the wheat of the Soviet Union of Russian Empire as well, because most of uh, Ukraine is um, fields. It's very also the earth is very specific. In Ukraine, the soil is called Chernozem, which is uh, black earth to translate mm. it, and it is a very it's specific like type of soil. Yeah, it is oily yeah. and it's very fertile. So uh, there's like a saying: you drop like a seed and it grows because it's mm. so fertile. So it was one of the reasons that empires really wanted us back in feudal mm -hmm. times because the soil was a currency. It was something that uh, was used, you know, to enrich uh, people. And yeah, so we have been growing stuff. And oh, this is why it's so atrocious about Holodomor because we were the ones feeding people while we were starving, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's true and still remains true to this day, I guess. So, uh, Doorknob had said, was that a shell impact? No, Anna just sneezed. I thought that was pretty funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Um, I, tried to, I tried to sneeze that way. Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> you, I, I just sneezed. Nothing to be done. I, I thought it was fine. I just thought his comment was hilarious. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. We, Thank you, dear. As we oh, lady, um, I don't know. <laughs> let's try and wrap up. Now, look at his beard. I mean, I guess... How do you identify a doorknob mm. head? Um, but um, I didn't saw I do the person. Ask, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do, do you want to ask? Yeah. yeah, look at this. Look at this beard. Like that's a long mm. uh, beard. He's, My he's beard, dude. Yeah, he's great. Uh, so, so you said to me, um, I can give you some crazy. I can tell you some. I can tell you some crazy stuff. Um, what happened since since that's happened since we've last talked? Is there anything else that you like any crazy stuff that you can tell me about? A bunch since of last talk? a bunch of crazy stuff happened. Like I bought like a generator, incredibly expensive for twelve thousand dollars, thanks to GGG mostly. Um, mm -hmm. To my a, a very interesting person who is like a secret hacker, basically like secret agent. He works in uh, defensive services of Ukraine, so that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, some stuff that uh, also happened was that uh, this was like this crazy attack, like I told you about 13 explosions in the city, and one of them were extremely close to my friend, and he was like filming it from the his window, basically. He was like, look, shit is exploding, and I was like, go the fuck away from the window, and this <laughs> was like the conversation. It's a regular life, you know? One of the like crazy stories... Uh, I guess you could say is uh, my neighbor, like on the floor below me, she was, uh, she had to get an um, surgery on her foot. And there was like some, I don't know honestly how to say it in English, but there was basically like a problem with her like uh, vines and everything. It has to be like, um, well, basically there's a pretty serious operation, like a lot of like deep cuts and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. when she was doing this operation, there was an outage, a blackout. So she was in the hospital and oh, they were no. operating in the dark with like 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 flashlights on their like hats trying to do this separate it's such a such a story you know and then she then after the operation she walked by home for 2 hours by foot because metro station did not work underground did not work and you could not call a taxi because cell phone connection was not working nothing was working so this pure poor lady was working was walking after the operation on her leg uh, with like immense pain home by foot it's just something oh, that you God. know regular people just just deal with because this is just 
how it is. So people like performed operation surgeries on like heart surgery, brain surgery, like literally with no light, with no electricity. It's pretty rough sometimes for people, obviously. Yeah. My friend mm. got stuck actually in the elevator when there was a blackout for like almost 20 hours. Um, not Whoa. fun. Did, yeah. That, that's horrible. Did they have to like go to the toilet in the, because that would be the, the worst part, I think, is like being stuck there. Well, he like, uh, he was like, you know, uh, holding it in, let's put it like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty rough. And it, you have to like also understand that there was zero light there at all. So no internet connection, cell phone died at the process, of course. So it was like a complete oh. darkness in the elevator for like many, many hours before people that would have been you know, noticed that terrifying and then thinking like what if someone doesn't notice me for days like that is yeah yeah scary it was pretty chill you know he's ukrainian so <laughs> he's ukrainian exactly <laughs> yeah uh, yeah he was another... he was like eh, a bummer you know another another patreon supporter the guys all the all the guys from patreon are over here thanks thanks guys for checking out the stream thank you for updating us on the war Yay, it's so much you. more real when someone directly affects um affected by this gives their testimony thank you skeptics thank and scoundrels you. Great, um, great channel, by the way. I'm going on Skeptics and Scandals soon. You guys should go to subscribe. It's a great channel. That's cool. Um, Thank you. Yeah. His, yeah, um... so that's like some of some of the like weird shit I just, just comes to mind, you know? Well, to be quite honest, my life is quite a bit of a weird shit as it is. <laughs> so do you like, like um, plenty of weird stuff. You so know? like, do you, do you like, like, what's it like? in regards to like let's like are, are you dating anyone or like can you like can you like can you even think about something like that at this stage or is it like you just no, not really yeah yeah well the uh person i uh, used to be with and we have like a very strange <laughs> relationship let's put it like that uh he's in front lines now so he okay. is a soldier and enlisted and i talk with him sometimes and mm -hmm. uh we kind of had like a sort of like a breakup but not really it's kind of like complicated so mm -hmm. this is something that uh, i do still like quite care for him quite a bit so i talk with him mm -hmm. obviously and uh but other than that it's not really like the time not not, not really yeah. to find something new. not not but... to say that many people do find like love and weird shit and they get married like a yeah, bit yeah, of like course. explosion it, it's not to say that this doesn't happen but to me like most of my energy and work comes to volunteer work and also to i guess being a spokesperson at this point you could say like for ukraine and stuff like that so working yeah. as journalist translating stuff right at this at the moment i am working on the translation doing sub subtitles for dylan burns hello dylan burns in ukraine right now <laughs> yeah dylan, so we've been, we've he, been talking uh, on we've been talking on discord we're trying to get him on the channel so um yeah, that would, be uh, great. that would be great for sure. Yeah. I hope to meet him quite soon because he's in Ukraine and he will come to Kharkiv at some point, I guess. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so do quite a bit of like stuff um, and uh, no time for, um, I guess, dating stuff. Yeah. Much. There's, there's, um, I remember you mentioning, um, I think briefly, I'm not sure if it's on stream or off stream, but you mentioned like LGBT rights in Ukraine. Like what is it like there for members of the LGBT community? Like, is it still quite conservative? Um, or are you guys desperate for that Western degeneracy? Like what are you, um, which is your, your terminology, <laughs> not mine, by the way. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, so <laughs> it's yeah. Russian so what's terminology, the... to be honest. 
it's not <laughs> oh, mine okay. that, that's what they call oh, like okay. western degeneracy i just joke about it because it's stupid that they call it that way but you know just something part yeah. of their propaganda but yeah. uh well of course like comparatively to like western countries then we are like quite traditional and lgbt stuff is not as but you know lgbt rights is not uh, as good as they are obviously in the western europe and in the you know united states australia as well obviously so um, it's not as good anywhere near as good but it is improving it has been improving since maidan the revolution 2014 and i am happy to say that last um last uh, how do you say it rainbow parade <laughs> pride yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, last Friday I was in, uh, I did not get beaten up for the first time. There was like nobody trying to, there were people trying to beat us up, the protesters, but they were defended by the police, the protesters, the, the, the pride itself, you know? So uh, yes, yeah, so things that's, like... That's good. That's like yes, some steps good. That's, a, that's definitely an improvement, you know, like getting yeah. beaten up is pretty based in my opinion. But yeah, of course, <laughs> also I must say that this war, it's kind of like, I don't know how to even say it, but it's like accelerates the process of us getting based in terms of LGBT because yeah. I, it's hard to explain, I guess, but um, um, the best way to put it would be like Russia is very concentrated on anti-LGBT stuff. So it's part of their like state propaganda, right? So Western degeneracy mm. is something they generally call LGBT uh, people like degenerate and stuff like that which is you know it is what it is i guess um but um they use they're very homophobic and the homophobia is like in in part of their like state propaganda anti-west propaganda so for now us ukrainians we're like anti-russian in every regard right so sometimes you will talk to people who are previously very homophobic friends of mine actually and uh they would say some something something homophobic right and i was like oh you know what you sound kind of like a russian and they were like oh no no way not me i'm not no yeah yeah like you do you do you know you talk about it like a russian would you know and they were so like oh no and basically what i mean is they people are so anti-russian they don't want to be associated with anything russian in ukraine mm. so it's good for lgbt people because russia is so homophobic and uh, for them to people like no, don't want to be associated with that so they move away from that quite intense homophobia mm. very quickly because they just see it as part of this whole russian shit they don't want to be part of also people many people want to be part of european union and that kind of requires you to be more tolerant, I guess, to mm -hmm. LGBT people, which is also something that most people... Also, I have a cr crazy story, that a little short story, that um, someone I uh, kind of know is... Uh, he's uh, enlisted. He's a gay man, and he enlisted in the army, and he's a medic. So he uh, basically saved lives of his brigade, of his battalion comrades many times. And then mm -hmm. he came out, which in the in the military is kind of like the atmosphere is very like you should say like masculine, alpha, you know the, the drill, like mm -hmm. military, right? So yep. this would be the place you would expect quite a lot of black back black backlash to his like mm -hmm. coming out. But they were very accepting of him and uh, quite nice about it. People in his battalion, which is something he did not expect. But when we talked, he said that uh, I they told me that you sued my guts like back inside me i don't give a shit 
who you date or who you have sex with or whatever the fuck. So, you know, I guess you could say war makes people more tolerant in Ukraine. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so I have, a, I, have weird, a, yeah. I have a very important question for you. And I really hope um, that, Do, that, that someone creates some AI or fan art and send it to our Twitters for this, okay? I'm going to ask you, um, <laughs> I'm going to ask you, oh. what do you think? Do you think if Putin was gay, he'd be a top or a bottom? <laughs> I think definitely a bottom. You reckon he's a bottom? He has. Yeah, I think do you reckon he has he's, a lot of energy, you know? Do you reckon he's a power bottom, though? Like, he, he controls a relationship with yeah, his ass? Yeah, yeah, think, power, yeah, power yeah, bottom, yeah, 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 that yeah sure. could, could be, yeah, yeah. I could see him, like, being that, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, well, so Russia... I, so I will make a, a joke right now. So, yeah. my sister and I, we invented this term. So, basically, Russians uh, cannot stop talking about gay people and anal sex. So, <laughs> this is something they're obsessed with. So we would generally call it the anal problem. <laughs> anal problem. Or anal fixation. Yeah, yeah, so this is something we would generally say um, to people uh, so, when they're like, what, what's, what's wrong with Russian? And there's whole, this whole talk about bomb sex, you know? And we're like, well, they just have anal fixation, you know? So if you do make some, if anyone makes some fan art, and it can be not safe for work, just make sure you tweet it to me. Um, we're going to use the hashtag Putin. Hashtag Putin is a power button, bottom. Um, and then also I want to find out, this, what, what's this guy? Is this guy, is he a... Um, Kirill. Is he? Yeah. You reckon he's a power Kirill bottom or is he, he's a top or a bottom? Well, I don't know about Kirill. I think he's kind of like... Uh, I, oh, if he was gay. If he was gay. Oh, he's uh, asexual. Gay, then... He's I'm like not gay, sure. I think, asexual, maybe? I, I think it's like kind of sexless, you know. Or maybe he likes to, you know, in, indulge in uh, children, little boys, who knows, you know. So gay, exactly. He's a, someone says an, so he, he's an incel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. Like maybe, yeah. Sure. Don't know. Kale is okay. a piece of work for sure. Yeah. Well, Putin is a power bottom. Get, send your fan art in. We'd love to see it. Um, well, I'll speak on behalf of myself anyway. I'd love to see it. So, uh, Constellation Pegasus, thank you again for the super uh, chat. How many Jehovah's Witnesses in Ukraine and have you ever seen the Kingdom Hall? I don't know how, how many of them are, to be honest. I saw, I think, some. They came knocking on the doors. <laughs> As they usually do, but um, it's—I don't think it's like very huge. I might be wrong, by the way. I'm not sure, but yeah. The, the, my some people thing about... would come. Some people would come to like knock it on doors to Jehovah, uh, and they would be like, "Oh, do you want to like see the light and shit like that?" You know. And I was like, "Ah, no, mm. I don't want to. Sorry." <laughs> I would just close the door. So. My. Yeah, Jehovah's Witnesses have the best art of any religion. I think, like they've got mm. like, literally, it's it's just it's just weird and like I Jesus see. on the stake because he doesn't Jesus didn't die on the cross. You have to remember, oh, we're meeting everyone in heaven again, yay, everything's good. Like it's 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 wild. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, pretty much, they're treated kind of like a sect in the cult. I guess you could say in Ukraine. So most yeah. people think they're a bit cuckoo, you know. <laughs> no offense yeah. to anyone. Yeah. Just how it is. Yeah. No, I I um 
I uh, I don't think it's offensive at all. I don't think any um, Jehovah's Witnesses watching this stream, to be honest. Um, uh, I've, <laughs> Sorry, I've asked a bunch do. on. I've asked a bunch <laughs> on, but they, they, I don't think they're allowed to. I really don't think they're allowed to, to oh, come on because yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I, I remember like one time. Um, there was like uh, I think it was a, maybe Jehovah uh, or maybe some other like type of sect. I don't know. So basically, she I opened the door and I was like having. I was uh, shaved, my ha hair was shaved, like, fully, like, you know, and I was wearing, like, those very huge earrings and shaved head, and I ha I was wearing very little, <laughs> so my <laughs> tattoos were, like, I have quite a lot, were, were, like, on display, and I opened the door, and she was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny, and yeah, so she didn't want to, like, talk with me that much after that, and I was like, what do you want, lady? And she was like, um, bleh. She basically ended up saying, "I will go to hell anyhow." So. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I was like, "Oh okay, fun. well." I was like, "If there yeah. is, if you, if you are not there, then it's a good place." So. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be wherever. Yeah, I don't want to be wherever Ted Bundy is and where everyone else. Yeah, like that is. For um, sure. Is, yeah. Is um. I I remember uh so you you were sending me stripper videos of your friend and then you're like oh, oh I, or, I accidentally might have sent you were you nearly sent it to um like oh, an, it's like an elderly uh, person who prays just, for you yes it's just yesterday I think it was right uh, or something I just I just was sending we were talking with David and I was like uh, <laughs> sending him stuff and I saw sent him some videos of uh, that stripper uh, sniper Evgeny. Uh, that are much more risque uh, than the ones I posted. <laughs> this yeah. was basically him in the dog mask, like getting whipped <laughs> by a girl. So like BDSM shit. So I sent I there's like a messenger, you know, there's like sent to like a person, right? When you send stuff. And there's like a mm. list of people you can send it to. So I basically just almost pressed the older person. He's like in his sixties, I think who messaged me a couple of times after I appeared on CNN. And he's like, I'm praying for you. May Jesus um, protect you. And like, I'm, <laughs> I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. It's... Which is nice, you know, of him. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, I, it's I, just, I, uh, yeah, I it's just, it's, I, I basically nearly sent that person instead of David. I nearly sent him my uh, sniper stripper friend being whipped in a dog suit. It's just... <laughs> Could have been a disaster, but we dodged that yeah. bullet, thankfully. The, yeah. Um, so talking about going on CNN, you've been on CNN, um, uh, interviewed by mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I've forgotten his name. What was his name again? Sorry, Anderson uh, Cooper. Addison, Addison Cooper, yeah. Um, so you, you've been on CNN like multiple times, um, which is really cool. Yeah, five, I think. <laughs> five, wow, that's so cool. So one of the things that yeah. I, I find super interesting is um is like I get so much shit online on Twitter for having a Ukrainian flag in my bio. Like I'll be talking about something completely irrelevant, and then someone will say, "Oh, classic mm -hmm. Ukrainian flag," and I'm like, "Are you are you kidding me, dog? Like, are you do you do you know?" And I and I just reply to them always, like, "Oh, too much Fox News," and then they just stop replying. Um, but yeah, it's it's amazing the, uh, the yeah. what Fox News is doing to a generation of people. Oh, oh you know what about Fox News? Actually, funny. I when I appeared on CNN a couple times, right? I got a lot of messages on Facebook uh, from like boomers, basically from like older people <laughs> messaging me, and they were like one of the guys were like a Trump 
supporter person and from United States and he was like why do you go on those like communist CNN like shows and I was like it's not <laughs> communist whatever you're smoking it's not communist so but he was like why do you go on those uh, communist shows you should go on Fox News and I was like, do you even know what they say about my country? They're both, I think, I don't both think, like, just I, I don't watch, I, I don't watch either. Like, I don't watch any news at all. But I know, mm. I know CNN is, you know, has, has its own issues for sure. But Fox News, especially the opinion pieces with, like, who's that, like, Yes, just, what I what's his Tuck name, Carson. the one? Yeah, oh god, he's just like oh, he's like he's like his face where he does the like like he pretends yeah, to be Tucker confused, Carlson. but he's not. That, oh god, like, I fucking yeah, he's like, hate it. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, what are you? That, that I'm, confu- I'm confused. Like it's so it dr- like it makes me want to like head yeah, that a face, wall. Yeah. Like I get so angry. Yeah, it's just <laughs> so funny that this person, the Trump supporter person, he himself did not know what his side is talking about. <laughs> So mm. this is very funny. And he was like, go to the, go talk with like uh, Tucker Carlson. And I was like, what will I talk with him about? About me being a Hunter Biden hooker or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know this a... story, but they're basically Ukraine, Hunter Biden, whatever the fuck, scandal. And it was like just like Ukrainian prostitutes or something like basically. And I was like, oh, what, was what it... will I talk with him? Was it a Ukrainian so prostitute? Um, yeah. <laughs> also, the money they like were well, like involved with Ukraine, basically in a way, but which far right uh, okay. people and right and conservatives make like a huge deal out of for some reason. Uh, yeah, it's is, just uh, it's just very is, strange. Um, but is prostitution and pornography legal? Like to, to create and consume, is that legal in Ukraine, or is it prostitution? Definitely not. But okay. uh, porn, I think, is yeah. But not, not, not quite sure. Consumption is for sure. But uh, creating, I, I'm not even. They don't even know to be quite honest. But I think it is. Might be wrong. But prostitution is illegal, definitely, one hundred percent. Yeah. No, it's just, uh, it's just such a, such a thing because um, basically there's like a fetish for Slavic women. And specifically for Ukrainian, Russian, whatever the fuck, right? So it's very similar to Asian like fetishization, fetish stuff that many people have in the West. So sometimes I would, when I was quite younger than I am now, I would go to like countries uh, as a tourist. And when people learned I was Ukrainian, they would assume I'm a prostitute. (laughs) Which is very, yeah, which is very sad. Because when there was like dissolvement of Soviet Union, uh, many Russian and uh, mostly Russian, but also Ukrainian and Belarus women would go to do sex work abroad. And uh, their yeah, stereotype, I, I guess, w- I guess w- was born kind of, you know, the stereotype of uh, if you're like a Russian sounding name or you speak Russian or something, then you are a prostitute, <laughs> which is no longer yeah. a thing that much. Yeah. But uh, back in the day, it was so. Some I was, um, I think I was in Turkey. And when people would find out, they would like, try to give me money. <laughs> oh, really? So weird. Yeah, yeah, I was like, no, oh. no, no, no. Yeah, no, but they would like do it basically. So it's just it's a stereotype, but also like very like much. I would say it's like a fat fetish, I guess you could say for like yeah. some Slavic uh, Slavic wife or 
<laughs> you a, know, uh, the, yeah, the anime yeah. meme. Yeah, yeah. So this is just something like you. Are, people think like think uh, people like Andrew Tate, if you know who he is. They oh, would yeah. also like. Tate. Yeah, they would also <laughs> like beautiful, uh, beautiful make man. this. Um, yeah, yeah. They would make yeah, this stereotype really uh, true. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like about Romanian, Ukrainian, yeah. Moldova, well, you of... know, um, Eastern European you people like me, right? So they would make those stereotypes about us, I guess, that we're like submissive women, like traditional women or something like that. Because I guess you could say we're like a little bit uh, more traditional, maybe, in than mm. the Western uh, people. But uh, it's just, you know, he just uh, furthers this already existing stereotype, uh, which I personally really don't like. And mm. uh, yeah. Yeah, I think. Not, and, not I think to there's... mention potential sex traffic and shit. That's, yeah, you know. well, that's what I was going to say. There's, <laughs> Another a, there's, a, there's a huge conversation to be had around, um, you know, and I'm, and I've, I'm definitely considerate because I'm. Uh, I've been a, a, a viewer of uh, adult cinema in my time, um, once or twice. That's fine, and, yeah. you know, it, it makes me, you know, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for your permission. <laughs> um, no, it's, uh, it Go makes speed. me, <laughs> it's like, it's one of those, it, I think there needs to be a conversation around consent around, because a, a lot of the, you know, you get really like poor, poor nations like Romania um, and, you know, who get, girls get like flown in and they've got an opportunity to earn yeah, yeah. thousands of it's dollars a, it's a huge problem it's a huge problem yeah, yeah. Sex, sex trafficking is uh quite a lot of sex traffic victims are from eastern europe which is yeah. uh a and, thing and it sex, truly is and, a thing yeah and the best thing that the andrew still in jail tate uh thing has taught us is that sex trafficking has taught the general population <laughs> is sex that. trafficking isn't just like grabbing someone putting them in a in a, in a um, yeah, yeah of course hessian sack and then throwing them in a van and taking away it's like there are there's there's different levels of, of sex trafficking and the same way that rape isn't always like holding someone down and penetrating them it can be like different yes, forms yes, yes. Of, yeah. of sexual abuse and stuff so um and it my is friend, degrees, for example, of sorry, my friend was uh, actually trafficked, sort of like that, like Andrew oh. Tate was doing. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so it was. Uh, um, she was uh, from Donbas, <laughs> and uh, when the war break broke there in two thousand. Oh, are you okay? <laughs> what I just, I just like snorted. Oh no! <laughs> oh, poor David. Sorry. Yeah. It's just mine is yeah, unbelievably so peachy, by the way. Yeah, mine, very, mine's not peachy sweet. at all. Mine's like very Aww. dry. Um, That's bad. So mine I is was super tasty and peachy. I wasn't laughing. Hill <laughs> Hill is saying I was laughing at your. I'm not laughing. I want to hear the story. <laughs> I I did not think you were laughing at my friend <laughs> okay. in sex traffic. It's so good. Yeah. So so what yeah. happened with so what's happened? What happened to your friend? So basically what happened is she was, uh, I met her in the university uh, and she was from Donbass. Most of my friends are by accident, I guess. <laughs> so she basically, uh, Russia, Russia invaded her, you know, in 2014. So back in the day of the revolution and she escaped and she decided to stay in Kharkiv because her town was occupied by Russia. And uh, she had very... I would say like quite a lot of problems 
uh, in terms of like uh, escaping and no money. Her family was uh, her couple of her sisters were like trapped there in that bus, could not escape. Her father was actually a Russian sympathizer. He just enlisted in Russian army basically, so she like hated his guts basically. He was like an alcoholic dipshit, but. Yeah. Yeah, but any yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most likely he watched Russian news. Yeah, but anyhow, yeah. yeah. So he basically it was a pretty horrific time for her. So she then um, decided to stay in Kharkiv, but she had some pretty pretty strong financial issues because a couple of her sisters she managed to get out of there, and she they were young, very young. So she supported them, and uh, her mom and herself, and she didn't have money. So eventually she decided to basically be like sort of like an escort because just the circumstances, you know, and uh, she then was uh, basically invited to Turkey to be like kind of like not doing sex work exactly, but being like what basically like rich dudes hanging out in like restaurants and she's like there, you know, just entertaining them. Basically, it's Mm -hmm. what she was promised. But ended up being way more than that. Ended yeah. up being sex work. Yeah. So she got stuck there for some time and was uh, quite abused. And then she managed to escape back to Ukraine, which was yeah. not good. But basically, this person who gave her this job, they used like people like that, like Ukrainian women who are very desperate, who uh, escaped war zones and stuff like that to just uh, delude them and uh use them to get money and stuff like that so yeah so this is pretty common unfortunately it's and it's not it's not one of it's something to mention too i don't know exactly about that situation but it's not necessarily that they they like get them in a room and say okay now you're here you have to perform these actions or you're not allowed to leave it's like well you know how are you going to get back we haven't bought your plane ticket and we Mm -hmm. you know you need to you need to earn money to be able to pay for it. And, you know, like, what are you yes, going to do? Like, yes. it's essentially taking yeah. away all other options, like taking away options. So it's like they could essentially, like, go through a tremendously so hard like, time um, in their life or they could just have sex quickly. You know, it's, it's just yeah, There's it's a disgusting. lot of coercion. I think coercion is the word because it's just, uh, first of all, she wanted to leave, but she didn't couldn't afford the ticket. I know it's something many people just don't understand but uh, we're poor, you know, <laughs> so Ukraine mm. generally. So you couldn't afford a ticket. And they say, oh, you have to pay us back for flying you here, right? And uh, they would like, oh, also this, there was wow. like this, el- yeah, yeah. So there was also yeah. like this element of her, she was like, they were like trying to, oh, you could earn money. You could earn money like that and you can uh, support your sisters and your mother. So they like, well, you know, exploiting her situation sometimes. And she was like, yeah. Well, all I want is for them to, you know, to have food, to have like clothing and to have that. And if I have to do this to support them, then I, I guess I would. And yeah, um, yeah and they so get this paid, is just. They, they'll get paid like, you know, 500 to $1,000 or whatever. And you um, But you have to understand um, that this is a lot for Ukrainians. That, but that's, so that's this a, is a very ton good. of money. But then they'll make yeah, yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars of those clips. So, yeah, there, mm-hmm. there needs to be. I I advocate like we had um, N- Nicole Mitchell on um, the podcast um, recently. Uh, she was a pastor turned porn star, and um, which is oh, like a wild wild dico- dichotomy. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's you don't normally see it going that way. But the the 
she says she returned home to her sexuality. And I think that, like, from church. And I think that there, there, there isn't a healthy way to create and engage with pornography. And I think that um, the whole process should be um, should be pleasurable for everyone involved. People should be able to express themselves, yeah, entertain, yeah. do do the work, like it's work. Um, and I'm not like... Then, yeah, but but where the problem is that there needs to be a conversation around um, consent, around um, the the u- utilization of like poorer people in poorer countries, not just women, men as well, but mainly women. Yeah, yeah, let's course, be yeah. real. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, so like there needs to be a conversation, and it's something I've been thinking a lot about, and it's probably something I will um, have more people on in the in the near future to talk about that because it's um it's definitely something that I've uh, considered about the morality of of consuming. Yeah certain types of pornography I guess, uh, and things like that i'm more like hmm, i guess you could say progressive than your average ukrainian i'm <laughs> the heck they give it away but you know it's just it's i am not like anti-porn is what i mean so uh, mm. i don't have like uh, any like i don't think it's like a stigma or something like that but uh, there is issues with that obviously and especially it, it concerns like countries who are like very poor and uh, people tend to exploit like entertain dead exploit women from very like poor countries so it's a pretty 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 big issue and interesting to talk about for sure it doesn't have to be awful obviously for example i had a friend um uh, who was a ukrainian romanian he was half romanian half ukrainian and he went to czech republic to do a porn um and he's very happy about it <laughs> he lives in Prague <laughs> and everything is lit <laughs> he's he's very he's very stunning like beautiful person so yeah. they like basically invited him back in the day and he was uh, talking to me he's a friend of mine and he was like should I go like should I I was like it's a legit company it's a there's like a top-notch gay porn in Czech Republic I must say <laughs> Yeah, well, Czech like Republic just, produces like yeah, yeah. the most porn out of like anywhere. I think it's like yeah, they they they, they do that thing. I I like Czech Republic. It's my favorite yeah. place to be. Prague yeah, is my favorite city. So, yeah, oh, Prague is is yeah, it's a great city. Yeah, but but anyhow, point is that uh, he went there to work there, and he is. I chatted with him quite a bit, and he's very happy. Like with his experience and everything is great, and uh, he's like living he's, the life. You know? Do you say he's doing gay <laughs> yeah, gay, so- gay porn? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 This, um, don't yeah. ask me why I'm such a porn historian, by the way. I just feel like I know all these statistics. This is the um, clip of uh, Nicole watching her, her old preaching videos. Porn historian. Yeah. <laughs> but this is uh, Nicole. She's the um, she's the pastor turned porn star. And um, but yeah, I see, see. the one you told me about. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's uh, I think I think the company he worked with is Bellamy, I think, or Bellamy, something like that. Bellamy, I think. It's a very like prominent uh, company in uh, Czech Republic, I think, that does gay gay porn, like very high budget shit as well. Well, if anyone uses some of their, if anyone uses some of their scenes to create the AI art of Putin as a power bottom. Make sure you you let us know in the. <laughs> yeah, my friend. If anyone uh, is... if anyone actually does that, I'm gonna laugh. It's gonna be like my screensaver on my phone. Like it'll be the funniest thing I've ever seen. Um, that but, that uh... person who's a friend of mine. He's uh he's uh been there for quite a while also. But he's like he actually considered returning to Ukraine to enlist basically, but mm. ended up not like doing it, which I think is kind of good because he's not a war person. 
Not like yeah. anyone is a white person, obviously, but you know, it's just definitely not his jam. Let's put it like that. So yeah. So anyhow, it's just. It's just uh, sometimes it's fine. I mean, but there are things like what uh, I my friend experienced, which was uh, abuse, coercion, and uh, basically very shitty situation she could not get away from. So mm -hmm. yeah, so there's also that side of the you know sex work and sex and porn industry as well. So should yeah. be both should be I guess considered. Yeah, for sure, and and there needs to be like a conversation around it. Um, I want to just as we kind of wrap up this um, this conversation. Not on, not on porn. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> we can. Hey, we can talk about porn as long as you want. I don't care. But yeah, but, yeah, um, I don't mind. But I got some. Know, also, I got some. Where are you in in the bottle? Mine is almost uh, done. I'm like halfway through. To be yeah, honest, look, like, look, look, it's done. It's done. <laughs> look, I'll, I'll be honest. Like I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not keeping up, but. One, this isn't you're the not nicest, keeping up. This isn't the nicest one, but also like to be uh, real, like I'm I'm getting quite sick of being drunk in the mornings. Like tomorrow morning, I'm drinking straight tequila and worm salts with the prof, uh, Dr. Kyle Smith. Like uh, with like I'm I'm just so guys, I'm getting I'm, sick of being drunk all the time. Um, I will so, tell you anyway. like a little bit of a, of an inside info. Basically, I message like David sometimes, you know, and uh, when I message him and <laughs> no, I'm like, no, and he's no, like, no. oh, I'm I'm drunk, and I'm like, so as per usual. So he's like basically <laughs> no, this job can turn him into alcoholic. That is a dishonest yeah. framing. What actually? No, happens no, no, no. Is, it's true. It's what, true. <laughs> no, what actually happens is I message you when <laughs> I've been drinking, and I think what happens is. Because oh. my favorite thing to do is to drink alone and play video games and listen to like Destiny or Base? like something, right? That's what I like. Yeah, I just like listen to something and I'm just like playing video games, drinking, and then. But usually, what happens is I'll get really happy or really emotional, like not like not like not really emotional actually. I'll get I get a little bit emotional, and sometimes, like I said, I care about you a lot. You're your friend, and I think about you. and I'm like, Fuck, I, I hope I wonder how Anna's doing because you know it's my time to like depress, and then I'll like go on your Twitter and I'm like, oh shit, you're doing some cool stuff, and then I'll message you. But it's usually when I've been drinking, so that's like yeah, <laughs> it's not cute. Hey, I'm not an alcoholic. Excuses, excuses. <laughs> but um, but. So you've got so there's oh, all these that's photos. That's me that... with the that's that was me with the with the gratitude yeah. list I received from the uh, from the can you yeah show that picture? It's like podyaka means like gratitude list in Ukrainian. Oh. So up, uh, yeah. So you can read it because it's in Cyrillic, obviously not in Latin language, Latin letters. But it's a gratitude list I got from the uh, from the scout battalion. And the commander of the scout battalion, because I got them a bunch of stuff, like a scopes and stuff like that. So yeah. yeah, so it was very sweet of them to make a gratitude, proper gratitude list for me. Uh, it says like basically that we appreciate like Anastasia and her and her work, and we feel like she's on the front lines with us, which is pretty cute. Uh, that's yeah, that is awesome. Someone someone said a, a very entertaining comment. When you finish the bottles, the first to cram it in their asshole gets a prayer from Jesus. Well, thank you, John T. <laughs> I have no idea what's wrong with you, but I like it. Um, this okay, is, uh, okay. <laughs> this oh, is cheers, um, cheers. yeah. <laughs> this is this is a cool photo. Uh, oh, that's me. That's me and Igor. <laughs> no, this is a cute photo. This is like uh, me and my buddy Igor. He's like my new father, basically. <laughs> 
yeah, which sounds yeah. kind of like you know he's like a father figure to me and uh he it's me and him standing uh, this is like a Heimers uh Heimers is like a weapon that we use quite a lot from United States uh it's like a uh basically like um a, a carcass of the Heimers weapon thing yeah. basically as we're standing there and you got <laughs> this, is his, this is one of his dogs he I has a that. bunch of those that's yeah. so good you think of like a german shepherd or like a really brutal dog oh it's um like, how do you call that shit i forgot how it's chihuahua? called the the, the, the yeah chihuahua yeah chihuahua we call it which is uh, same yeah. thing you know <laughs> yeah it's yeah. she's she's like a very brain dead but cute yeah <laughs> i love that um oh that's you... Mike and me that's my my buddy whose daughter was freaking out i told you about he was screaming oh. like we're going to die we're going to... it's that's his daughter yeah he's oh, my very so close friend of mine like azerbaijani ukrainian he's a volunteer as well so uh, i mostly work with him now and he's he's he and i am holding drone there like uh, we bought for the army uh, yeah that's that's the drone well, yeah this is some all all your stuff and guys just a reminder if you go to anastasia's uh Twitter, which is linked wrong in the chat because you recently changed your name. Um, but let me yeah, Ukrainian Anna. Yeah, this is the nickname so, basically DGG gave me. Like, uh, Stephen also would call me like that. He sucks at pronouncing name, my name, so he would say like Ukrainian Anna or Ukrainian yeah. girl or Ukrainian woman or whatever the fuck. So I just basically played on that and called myself Ukrainian Anna, is how they called me. So I decided well, like, why not? You know, I, this is me I and Bigger and his his doggo. Like a couple <laughs> that's, doggos. That's so good. Yeah. I uh, I am I am not a uh, I can't pronounce your name, but I still won't. I still continue to. You try. can, you can. Not the worst. Oh, that's me in uh, Saltivka, which is a region uh, in Ukraine that was or in Kharkiv, in my city, that was destroyed thoroughly. There's uh, almost half a million people lived there, and now they're on. They all had to leave their houses. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's me with. Yeah, that's me with the dudes. <laughs> yeah this person that's on the left from me is like my is an incredibly cool oh that's me in the heimers yeah so yeah so that's that's so cool um yeah oh that's me the with dogs. the stupid dogs yeah that's eager dogs i love also that in the <laughs> i love these photos you got that's yeah. so good yeah i was freezing was oh that's my birthday that's my birthday oh. i got the uh, flowers yeah <laughs> i remember seeing a post of you know and you, you're very active on t on on twitter i remember seeing a post of your mom's birthday and i was no, like no, that's mine that's my birthday yeah this is this is your birthday but i remember seeing a post about your mm. mom's birthday and i was like oh, tell yeah, your mom like i love yeah. your mom she just seems like such a nice person <laughs> thank you she's gone through so much um yeah yeah we'll um, tell her oh that's me and uh yeah the guys this is the first quad bike we bought yeah and uh, actually, the guy that's standing near me, Bogdan, he got injured recently, but he's fine now. Yeah. Oh, Dylan, There's... Dylan, and Dylan, Dylan, Dylan Eager and me. Yeah. He's yeah, he's the guy with I the good hair. Really... Yeah. Yeah, I love Dylan. He's a cool dude. Um. Oh, you need to show the cute thingy. Show the cute thingy. I was going to yeah. <laughs> so I was going to end on that actually. So um. I, I, you, you were, you were actually so much, you were so much like, no, this is the most important image we need to show this whole mm. thing. You know, we got like, you know, <laughs> war footage and you know all this stuff. And you're like, no, this is the image that you need to show. And I was like, okay, yeah, so this is the last yeah. image we'll show. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I love that. <laughs> me. You're like, for I you, clear. it's like so much money, right? Because obviously you got in Ukraine, you're not, not the super rich. And you're like, I don't care. I got to get a Destiny plushies because Destiny is helping Yeah. You, um, I, I actually bought it. It's like on with my own money that I got from my work with journalists. I worked for the Economist uh, Journal, and I uh, got some money for them. And I gave bought Destiny's <laughs> plushie for myself as a New Year's gift. And um, yeah, he's cute, and he is with me right now. It was New Year's, as you can see, the tree and stuff. Yeah. So I bought I bought myself a present to support my favorite streamer. Yeah. Yeah. Because he did so much for me. Uh yeah, it's just pretty I'm I'm super grateful to be quite honest because it's just not him like um he didn't give me any money but you know, his community did. So he allowed me on his platform and uh, GGG supported almost all my volunteer work. So pretty much forever grateful. <laughs> yeah, mm. and I do. Uh, I wanted to have some kind of like a token of, of that. So yeah, I yeah. do talk about him every time I can because I'm grateful and I want people to know I'm grateful. So he, he, yeah, he gets a lot of shit, he, you know. He <laughs> gets a lot of shit. So, and it's, it's yeah, a wild, yeah. So I want wild. to 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 show my that I it's not just you know shit because he is a mm. very good person and he did quite a yeah, bit he, for me. I think so. He changed my life and uh, saved uh i guess you could say freely thousands of lives because um uh, out Isn't of that 2000 wild? yeah because out of 2000 medical uh hemostatic dressings i bought all of them were used so oh, wow. yeah so this is something you use when you have very severe wounds so wounds that are very dire to your life mm. uh, they're very threatening so yeah so this is something that he's community sponsored so i would like to point out to all the fucking haters that uh, he unlike you all who did nothing good <laughs> saved <laughs> so many lives so yeah <laughs> fuck you all by the way and uh did you wait, wait oh so the haters i thought you were talking to my community i was like what are my community doing? Nah, nah, nah. Uh, no your community is <laughs> yeah, based yeah. i love you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i mean people who like constantly shit on him i get shit quite so much for him for, for being mm. associated with him so i would get like threats death threats like rape threats just because i associate with him it's pretty crazy mm. and uh yeah so i would would like to point out that ggg did amazing job in helping me and i i'm forever grateful like for the day i die i think <laughs> would be forever grateful uh yeah. to them because i could do so much so much like way more than i ever expected uh to do in my life and with my life so yeah i would like to you know splash some positivity uh, that way let's <laughs> put it like exactly that. i I, um, I think you know yeah. destiny definitely has a like um i will say um He's definitely misunderstood. I'll, I'll say that, but I'm a big yeah. fan. I love, I love what he does. I don't agree with everything that, like all his perspectives or anything, which is great. Like you, you shouldn't agree with everyone. I'm not, unless you're yeah, a Fox News obviously, right? But yeah, <laughs> but I, I do appreciate yeah. the the kind of content he makes, and I think that people don't give him the benefit of the doubt when it comes to 
yeah like, people get so much shit like also like these things like uh people would write i don't know if you can it's a bit rude but i will say it you know people would say like oh he only like talks with you because he wants to fuck you and stuff like that he wants to get in your pants mm-hmm. just so disgusting he never did anything like that i mean like mm-hmm. well we talk sometimes obviously but it's just he it's just nothing from me like he well, gave he... me like a lot and he asked for nothing so so it's just it's just very i don't know it's just just pisses me yeah. off <laughs> pisses yeah, exactly. me off yeah yeah just uh, yeah um well yeah i do cons- i do consider him to be uh quite influential in terms of my life you know how i managed to help people thanks to his community but it's just uh, he's been nothing but you know kind kind and good to me so it's just did, did you know about that yeah. before you were introduced to him uh no <laughs> i mean yeah. i i i only found out that there was like um such a thing as political like streamers <laughs> youtubers yeah. and twitch and stuff yeah. like that only after i started to just research what people are saying about ukraine basically so i stumbled yeah. upon none other than hassan piker and uh, oh, i was not pleased he's another beautiful man yeah, I'm not pleased with his take with his, with his no. takes. Let's put it like that about Ukraine. So afterwards, I started researching, and maybe there's other people. So I came into contact with uh, Dylan Burns like that. So I, uh, you know, messaged him and told him like, if you want to go come to Kharkiv, then I will be, and you know, your guide, and we'll show you stuff. And that's why how we became, you know, friends and stuff like that. But I also like discovered people like Destiny, like Vosh and uh, Adam something, Lonerbox, who I talked with two times. I think uh, he's a uh, my favorite lefty <laughs> i like him yeah. a lot so 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 yeah so basically people you had like a conversation that. with and, not, uh, not not so erudite as well she's pretty cool oh yeah um, not so erudite yeah she's very lovely person and hmm. uh, very like uh empathetic intelligent and a great interview she and i i like gave it an interview basically on her channel a couple of times so yeah basically like i discovered all of this like internet thing <laughs> i was not an internet yeah. person at all i didn't have oh, any I, like social media before war so this is why I'm trying to explain to you. You just need to do a dance on just just a couple of videos of you dancing on Russian. It doesn't have to be a tank. Yeah, it can be like no, a no, Russian, no, no. like you know, yeah. Russian, like a fleet something or something. You know, it just uh, it just send it to me. I'll set you up an account. I'll do it all. Um, <laughs> it will, it will you, change David. the war. It'll piss I off wait. Putin so much. I will wait for you when you come to okay. Ukraine when it's a bit safer, so we can dance on yeah. tanks together. It's just yeah. something we need uh, to hopefully, do. Hopefully yeah. it's safe enough that I can bring um, little Atlas and Atlas can join us and Amy can join us. That the, might uh, not happen <laughs> quite soon, yeah. But <laughs> not, I, not, I not for not for soon. Re- but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I don't know how long this war will be, you know. So uh, I try not to think about that much. But you know, it mm. is what it is. And uh, yeah, I I think when it's all good and safe, then you're welcome. But for now, you know, stay in the. Oh, I'm not bringing. I'm not bringing. <laughs> yeah. I'm only, yeah. I won't even put my life yeah. in risk. Um, that, that of course, you are like a father since, and, since, a, and a baby and getting, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Since yeah. Atlas, of course. I just, just that, I love that little nugget so much but of um, course yeah no 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 need but to yeah risk i mean a hundred percent you know i don't i don't see you know once this this war ends i'll definitely be over there mm-hmm. um saying hello and and um continuing the friendship but um so anna thank you so much for coming on deep drinks i really appreciate it um it's it's awesome thank you for having having me. we've got to keep we've got to keep up these quarterly drinking sessions um <laughs> 
for the, for I those hope who... on on your like uh, charity stream thing for sure because I uh, yeah you know well love you man well, <laughs> yeah. well the charity stream is all for you at the moment I'm trying to get some other charities to to come along as well yeah um, I know you told me like I, Uganda I, I, yeah yeah and um yeah we're gonna be having a lot of fun it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome it's a big thank you to everyone who got me to a thousand subscribers which i really appreciate for those who don't know Yay, the, channel, job. The, the channel i mainly do religion philosophy and science we had a a panel of five phds talking about does the bible condone slavery which that was a that was a wild one um and so tomorrow uh, morning uh, well tomorrow whatever about the same time tomorrow we have uh interview with this uh doctor uh well i'm uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle Smith, sorry, uh, the, the author of this book, Cult of the Dead, A Brief History of Christianity. It's about the martyrs of Christianity. It's pretty cool. So thank you so much, Anna, for coming on. Is there anything else you want to say before we finish up? I need to finish this. I think it would be good. Entire bottle <laughs> done. <laughs> but anyhow, I am really grateful for everyone who, you know, listened and stuff like that. If you want to donate, go to my Twitter account and... Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I would uh, pretty much that's about it. Support David. He's awesome. He's lovely. And my favorite send Australian. Send all your money. <laughs> send all your money to Anna. But uh, but if you can no, support no, me as well, great. Yeah, become a, become a YouTube member, and your comments will pop up. D, thank you so much. You're also a Patreon supporter. Thank you so much, D, for joining the stream. I really appreciate it. Thank you, um, skeptics and scoundrels, as well. You're also a Patreon supporter. I really appreciate. Talk to some people. I'm oh, I'm trying I to just... get um. I'm trying to get. Uh, I'm trying to do this full time. So uh, the more support I can get, the better. Yes, get more, more David. Amazing. He's awesome. Continue to get awesome guests. Yeah. What were you saying? Sorry. I just uh, wanted to say that I talked to some quite a bit of people at this point with like you know interviews and stuff like that, and I think like the one you still re still remain to be one of the absolute best, like loveliest people I talked with. So I would appreciate uh -huh. like anyone, you know, supporting you. David's channel so he can do it like full time because he deserves it. His content is great. He's a lovely person and he's a cute Thank baby. You. So support him. Thank you. Hey, I'll take that. <laughs> and I'm going to clip that yeah. and I'm going to post that on, on Twitter so everyone can know. And I'll tag all the people I want into you. Thank you so much, Anna.